Ass Man. <laughs> ass Man? Yeah, Ass Man, Jerry. I'm Cosmo Kramer, the Ass Man. This show's got butts. Hi, I'm Jason Barber, MakingStarWars.net. And today I got Rob and I got Brian Bestino from Bestman Bulletin on. Mm-hmm. How's it going, guys? Not bad. You guys stay up all night and watch the Star Wars? I did stay up all night and watch the Star Wars. <laughs> I stayed uh, up and I stayed up all literally all night to watch it and then record and talk about it and then, you know. Yeah. No sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- I, I was I was doing the show last night, like the right after show, and I saw you mm-hmm. like into, into the chat, and I was like, "What's mm-hmm. this guy doing?" Yeah, no, I hadn't been asleep at that point. I uh, yeah, I, yeah. I stayed up like a true fan and watched um, Ahsoka. So, and, did somebody you know, give you some coffees, like a coffee Patreon money, so you could buy some cocaine? Like, how did this happen? I can't afford cocaine. It's <laughs> oh. too expensive for me. <laughs> That's a rich he just man's print- drug, Jason. He snorts fun dip at this point, Jason. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. But they I'm, spell I'm, fun I'm, dip I'm, with uh, two P's and an E over there. <laughs> yeah. Fun dippy. Um, in the sugar pack. It's from McDonald's. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you watch it last night, Rob, or did you watch it tonight? Or t- this morning? Uh, I, I watched it this morning. Watched it this morning? All right. Yeah. All right. So so that so you that's why it's uh, a fake fan on his on his like image. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, did you got what you got? What you guys think? I mean, I did a show last night. I would say I'm 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 in the 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 love it territory, but it's not a it's not like a heavy love it. I'm not like we're not in love, we're not engaged, but we're definitely like I see a future with you. That's where I'm at with it. Um, I liked it. I thought it was consistent with the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. I. I don't think the show has been amazing. What I think about Ahsoka is that it's really consistent, but it doesn't have the high highs and the low lows of Mando, for mm-hmm. example. I would rather sit here and watch the entire season of Ahsoka again than watch the entire season of Mando. But there's select episodes of Mando I would watch in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we can't really compare it to Mando. Mando still remains my favorite uh, piece of Star Wars TV content. What? Probably one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars content in general. But I don't like that oh, show. You don't like that show? No. Happy as a little girl. Oh, sorry. But no, I I thought it was a solid sort of like 7.5 out of 10 sort of thing, which is what the show has been at for me for the most part. Um, But I'm really excited for the the second season if it happens. Yeah. About this guy. It's a show. Yeah. Max, that's what Max said last night, right? With the, Max, Max is all it's a show. It's like that's the they used to put those Harry Knowles quotes on DVD boxes. It should be Max Zandow. It's a show. It's a show. <laughs> Sold. Sold. What do you want me to say, man? I I love our comments that you got on your video last night. You know, oh, like, I, I didn't I didn't see them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that that's what I really enjoy reading. Like. uh the absolute level of upset and disappointment I had that Rob wasn't here can't be said in a post. 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that. People missed you last night. You were like unsauced five three two three. Yeah, (laughs) unsauced. I like. I came in asking for Rob last night. You know, did yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. See, cats, cats, pause says, I think we'll see a season two of Ahsoka, and Shanky replies, No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> That's one time a mean YouTube comment did make me laugh, but and and I agree. I do think we will see the season two of 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 Ahsoka. I mean, it it seems either highly likely that just, we get the uh, season two, or this just picks up in Mando four. Which just get ready for the fake leakers to start saying that Ahsoka season two is happening, just mm-hmm. based off of how the se- season ended, and for them to say that Mortis is in. The second season. They're just gonna go for the low hanging fruit at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think we know who those usual suspects are. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's like Anakin Skywalker is forced to move in with three force gods. What could go wrong? And then that's that's essentially what they're going to imply. Mm-hmm. But so um, I'll tell you what my biggest love of this entire series is and what my biggest like problem with this series is like guess what it is before you say it just one one like one word two words the butts (laughs) no that's you jason (laughs) okay okay i have a wife i have i have a nice ass in my life oh i've i've had had that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, but you don't anymore so you're on you're on an ass prowl so like larry from freezing man what I really love about the series was Ray Stevenson and and uh, I forget her name Shin you know Shin and Bane. Yeah, that's one of those rare combinations of interesting. It's not the writing was good, you know, like he's got good lines, mm-hmm. and then you end up with some actors that have presence and good chemistry, you know, even when they're saying nothing, you know, yeah. like sh- the actress who plays Shin, she has a face that you could. You know, you could say anything. You're like, yeah, she gets it. And she probably did nothing, but she has presence. Like, she's making that work. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, those two are great. Sadly, those two are not in this episode. <laughs> like, till the very mm-hmm. end in a montage. Yeah. So we have that. Mm-hmm. The thing that I find to be the... Oh, the music, I think, was really great. I, shout out to the Elmer... Was it Elmer Bernstein or Bernard Herman? Which one's the guy who did Psycho? I didn't bother to look this one up. The The, the, the classic... Pink uh, Bernard Herman. Is that Bernard Herman? He's the, he's the the musical composer that existed before John Williams. He's Alfred Hitchcock's guy. Mm-hmm. Whenever the zombie troopers appear, they go to the violins. It's the psycho bit, right? That's the same. Yeah, period, right. So that's like a nod to him. Really, really clever. Yeah, that was the attempt it, music for those scenes in A New Hope. Right, right, right. So you know, just mm-hmm. you know, I really, I, I really, the music on this, especially this episode, you take it out, you put in Kenobi score. Yeah, you're gonna some of these scenes ain't gonna work the way they work, you know. So mm-hmm. the kiners, if it's one kiner, two, I never can never tell how many kiners it is, Jason. Is it, are there two of them or one of them? Oh, I, I think I saw them, I think, no, right? there, no, there's no, there's you're wrong, there's more. I saw more, there's more. There was like, there was like a, a, a lady kiner who was doing additional music in some of the episodes, too. I don't know there. I don't know anybody but Kevin. This is being name. serious too. That's what's crazy. I'm not like, fucking around. There's <laughs> yeah. more. Those fucking Kiners, dude. They're just everywhere. They're up. They're starting a family band. And we it's need all a family feud with the Kiners versus the uh, the Mickelsons versus the uh, Hemsworths versus Scars Gods. The Scars Guards. Or, or yeah. how about this, Bespin? Your next article. Does Star Wars have a nepotism problem? Mm-hmm. Huh? What do you think? 
you could you know write write about how <laughs> if Sabine and, and Ezra are brother and sister, yes. So like <laughs> the thing that I, I find most disappointing about this series and uh is just a missed opportunity for obvious dramatic conceit. And the biggest of all is really what the entire sequel trilogy should have been hung on. It's the it's the fucking giant fart in a room no one's gonna mention and it's like anakin skywalker killed not just kids younglings right killed billions of fucking people directly responsible for and yes luke skywalker we were there with luke skywalker to hang out with him to see him forgive his father and and for anakin to make the right decision to kill palpatine (laughs) supposedly um and save the galaxy right but mm-hmm. no one else knows that. And so we start off with, and even Ahsoka doesn't really know that. Like, so mm-hmm. we're starting off the season with people who are scarred by their past. Mm-hmm. And I got to remind you, we currently live in a world, Jason, where people refuse to talk to their family members because they voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all it took, you know, or will vote for Trump. And that's all it's taken. Anakin I, Skywalker I is worse than Vladimir Putin at this point, right? Like, mm-hmm. Putin's kidnapping children, but he didn't personally go into a room with a lightsaber and murder them by him by hand, right? <laughs> one by one. No, like, but but I mean, but this, but we're not dealing with America or world history. We're dealing with we're dealing with Star Wars history, and we're so, and we're dealing with so we're dealing, Ahsoka, and, and and Anakin does at the end does throw the Emperor down down the drain. He does right. do the thing that so no we one need else to directly do. have these real conversations. They show you things mm-hmm. and go, well, you know, she dealt with she didn't deal with it. She never gets to have the conversation with Anakin about how do I accept the fact that Hitler raised me and then will I raise another Hitler? This is the whole problem. Luke is going through this technically in the sequels, but he's not having that conversation. You just sort of see it in a flashback in episode eight, and then they just sort of move on. And it's like at the end, you get this. The series just goes, well, you know, he was there for me when he was alive. And since I didn't see him become the monster doesn't matter and so you get this force ghost where's the force ghost of the younglings like it should be all be well, around okay. hey hey we're we're oh, really okay, glad Rob, you murdered Rob. us so 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 uh she could uh, be here in this moment point right? is, we're, we're all is here that, now no. because Anakin point, murdered us and that's what's good we're no. glad number we're one glad. just because you're a jedi and you die you don't become a force ghost this isn't your first rodeo rob come on on that huh? one you got you, <laughs> no you, you get to become a young force ghost so no, the young you ones become little and then like how does this work but the uh, the point of Return of the Jedi, something that is severely lacking in uh, our Twitter culture today, is that once you once you like r- repent, you're, it's never too late to start doing the right thing. That's the point of that. Yeah, and but that's this just is lost. not having people the are like no, I won't forgive anybody. I'm mad on Twitter. Right. You know, this like, isn't, like that's, but that's this isn't how... an actual conversation being had in mm-hmm. the show. It's just yeah. It's just vaguely being implied, and it's left for us to then headcanon our way through it. And it's just a complete way. The, the dr- drama doesn't come from adding nifty music and showing a stoic moment and a lightsaber is ignited. Drama comes from characters who have to actually reconcile the decisions they or their their cohorts made and deal with it. And it's like there's plenty of dramatic things that have been had. Sabine making the choice to go along to say, hey, you know what? I don't care if Thrawn comes back. I just want to see my hot brother. Right, like I don't know if I don't know if she's in love with them or not, Jason. Right? You tell me she no, is. If not, I'm watching the show, and there's definitely something going on between these two. 
right? Yeah. I'm just telling you the way okay. it's portrayed so, out. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, what, what you're, what you're sensing on that is that Sabine's family is wiped out. When the family's wiped out, now she has some real reason to hate some people. That makes her a dangerous Jedi candidate. It's also why she would never have been a Jedi candidate in a in a stable Jedi order. Conversation with, and then she doesn't. Who says? Hold on, I I haven't. I'm trying to explain it to you though. Like she goes, so she has that. Then, then after the family is dead, like Anakin. She goes and she puts the attachment onto Ezra Bridger, which is what like Anakin did to Padme. And what happens? Then that's what's used to manipulate or eventually lead to his downfall. So so Ahsoka, though, is also seeing this, but instead of teaching through it, she's afraid of it. She's 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 a scared. And um, so we end up with um her not being able to move forward. Now, then we get the Ahsoka the White moment. Her accepting that they're gonna move, that she's gonna move forward with this thing. Her whole demeanor against the being changes. Like even, and that's when that's that's what is the big deal. So, are they in love? No, but there's there is attachment and family there, and it's dangerous for like Sabine. But what happens at the end is Ahsoka kind of gets out off light. She gets she gets it easy in the sense that it Ezra is now sent back home. And she's here. I think it's the, the best case scenario. Home, home is yes. not. And this is the other part. She, he, he went to home one. He went to home one, Rob. Home fucking one. Yeah, yeah. Look, he is home. this is a show <laughs> about, about a cartoon. All right? And uh, as Jason would say, a cartoon. Right? Cartoons. Um, yeah. This is a show I'm about cartoons. cartoons. Let's talk it's, about Star Wars today. And the cartoon was about a chosen family, a group of people that get banded together. And through the course of God knows how many episodes, they become an actual family to one another. And they all get split up in the end. And they need to get back together. Ezra getting home isn't about him coming back to this galaxy. It's about him being back with this chosen family. At the end of the series, they're still split up. They're not back together. Mm -hmm. It's not him coming back to this galaxy. doesn't mean Tom, Dick, or Harry. It's, It's irrelevant. It's him being back with his family. So there's, we're right back where we started. Like nothing's changed. In no, that actually, a lot, a lot has changed. Ezra Bridger was at was living with hermit crabs by himself, a million miles from home. Now, <laughs> oh, now smell. he, no, but now, now oh, he's home, now he's back with with his with a lot of his rebel family. He's back with Hera and her son that he doesn't even know exists. And and like that's something that's gonna yeah come because future, Sabine which... could have told him do you know Hera had a kid with your Jedi Master okay that would be an interesting okay, Rob, conversation Rob, to have maybe right? okay like, maybe that did happen maybe I, I we don't actually know but you, we would think it would be shared saved yeah for, we, I mean you only got like eight hours here you know what I mean but yeah but then again Sabine was also but there was a conversation with Sabine had with Ezra which he has to be filled in for what happened yeah. in the years that followed and she didn't mention that. There's mm-hmm. also the fact that like he had he had asked it a couple of times, oh, where's Ahsoka? Like, how did you get you? How, how are we going home? And she just refused to share any of that information. Right. And again, that's just written. Yeah. Like, just it's, it's, it's not dramatic tension. It's just plot off. Real drama. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, just opportunities they want to elongate are... it. So. Well, him him so finding out about the sun in that moment is better is better saved. For, for later, the, the yeah, yeah right now, later. Never for later, I'll, always for later, never no. for the moment. You know? No, no, Rob, I, I'm, I'm seeing your point. I, I, I agree with, with your deeper point here. Like, but what I'm trying to say is, Hera pushing a little fucking kid out of her puss isn't the most important thing that you could tell out of ten years of of missing Star Wars. And why show him? Because, 
then why show them in the series? Other than other than I get okay, I get you all called an emerging character, cartoon Rob. characters in live no, action. The reason to show them is, is Ezra. Not only he has a little brother he doesn't know about. That's what we're talking about. If Kanan yes. was his Ezra's Jedi Master, he's like his father. I've been so saying that. Like his which yeah. means Jason is his little brother. He doesn't know he has a brother. No one wanted to tell me this shit. You know and, what and I mean? Nobody yeah, wanted and, to mention this, and you're not and, bothered and, by like it's not even the, the very next yelling. episode. That's what happens, though. It, it's just because like like if this show was 16 episodes long, you would have seen it, and you're going to get it. It will be 16 episodes long. Like like I, I'm just dancing around the whole. Will they do a season? They're gonna do a fucking season too. It has like fine ratings yeah great two years from now look this all makes sense when you have 24 episodes a season and every year you're gonna have seven you're gonna have a season of cartoons for six years fine but but we're not getting any resolving to this and for another two years like it's we're two years out so it's not a it's not even a complete movie it's Mm -hmm. like i told you this is like one there really should have been 12 episodes to this story, like at the v- bare minimum. Eight is just not enough to do whatever they're trying to do. And, and the, real, the real sad of it, the real sad part about it is we're, the person I love the most in this series, Ray Stevenson, we're never getting any more of him. Mm-hmm. Like that's done. Just because so, of Captain Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, I figured out the name UFCEO. I want I want a game show where CEOs go in the octagon <laughs> and fight one another bare knuckle, right? right. <laughs> I think we need Kathy to bring win. We need to bring Rob onto our uh, our board, Jason, where we pitch all these TV show ideas. Mm-hmm. Kathleen, the yeah. forces female Kennedy. Yeah, this is a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, only only CEOs get to fight. UFC. <laughs> That's how that works. So on 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 Disney Puss. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's the Danish name, by the way. Ellis Island. So, yeah, like this is just—you're just robbing Star Wars fans of this, it's Rob. Pun intended. But um, <clears throat> you're robbing not just your audience of like these conversations in lieu of forget like later on, just in lieu of like, well, that Star Wars. Star Wars okay. is simple. It's simple. They don't have conversations about what they actually think. Like this is like they're at least at least in Return of the Jedi. Luke says a certain point of view, you know, like he at least questions Obi-Wan. Why didn't you tell me my father was Darth Vader? Imagine if we just don't have that conversation. Okay. It's even but, it's way worse, okay. Jason. But that kind of critique is it can be valid. I'm not saying it, it is or it isn't. But the thing about it is the, if there was a bunch of stuff that was just there instead, like I, when I watch the show, I don't see it and go, well, this is wasted real estate all the time. Well, here's another wasted opportunity. Really hey, Sabine goes, so you were here for I 10 years. Did you ever try to actually kill Thrawn? Like, what did you do? What were you doing? Yes. Like, they you they actually just... they actually do handle that at the end, towards the back end of the episode when oh, they go to the brief, area. Though, isn't it? it is brief. It, and it's checkboxy because they knew Rob was going to say it. Like, fans would say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I, and, I get they checkboxing because it's not having yeah. a meaningful, con- a realistically meaningful yeah. conversation. I mean, look. Mm-hmm. Luthen, right? I'm gonna. This is one thing I will bring back to Andor because you put it in the front of the episode. Luthen oh, yeah. has a speech what, what with about? a person he's never met before that? in person on it. I elevator. didn't even do that. You're lot. You're right? making up stuff about me, Reddit. Luthen has a speech with a man he doesn't even know on an elevator that's more meaningful than any of the conversations these characters d- should be having with people they deeply know and love. 
It's a real problem. I don't know, man. It's I just agree I agree you Rob. loved it. Like, but I, I I agree with Rob. Like, you know, in the conversations specifically between Ezra and Sabine, yeah, there's a she's playing coy with everything. And you mentioned, uh, you know, the important stuff that's happened in the galaxy since Ezra's been away. But one important thing to Ezra would be that your master has a son. Your like adoptive mother essentially has a son. Yeah. You know, that would be a big moment for him, even just knowing that. I'm fine with that. I mean, Kenobi found out he had a brother. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was a big deal. Like, I'm, you know, it's fine not showing Jason to Ezra in this episode. Like, that's fine. But I think right. we don't know how long he was traveling with Sabine for. And that sort of conversation should be put on screen. And but like, why so, bring your kid to work day if when Ezra finally gets to the next galaxy? And I'm not even going to bring in the logistics of wearing the Stormtrooper helmet where everyone's pointing a blaster at you. All you had to do is be like, hey, man, it's me. I get dramatic to see, but okay. everyone's pointing a gun at you. They so live like, on the ship, Rob. Yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. was using the uh, ship to go and do a mission that she wasn't supposed to yeah, do. At no so, point, so he didn't goes. just say his voice over the speaker. Hey, it's me. I mean, you know, like, we'll let you on. I get he it. Just, he can fine. just, like, you can just, like, you know. It's ridiculous. Pilot but, just straight but you into can the take away without any questions. To me, that's all. fake tension. What it should have just been was them getting get him getting off the ship and seeing Jason, and he gets to see a part of his look man if your father how do i say this? i have a i have a broken relationship with my 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 brother all right and mm -hmm. to this day almost irreparable but when my father died it it struck on me how much because my brother looks just like my father how much mm -hmm. my brother meant to me and to mm -hmm. see a version of my dad walking around still meant a lot Mm -hmm. And so this is a problem where you're not bringing real human experiences into your characters. You're bringing just plot and points and movements to move things around to get to somewhere else. That is real drama. And it's there. It exists on the page. Yeah, They're but, just not doing it. But, but you're, you're over here going, well, I like it, Rob, so it doesn't matter. I'm full of yeah, shit. So no. I'm full of shit, but I'm telling you. you, you here's where you're wrong, you're okay? Wrong. Is that it, you're bringing it, you're fucking citing Andor. Like, do you realize I'm how citing Star Wars when, no, Lucas, when no, Luke Skywalker realizes no. Leia's his Rob, sister and Rob, he sees what could be sorry, my mother sorry, standing but in front of me, it changes shit for him. Aren't the same thing? They I'm talking about Return thing. of the Jedi. Yeah, no, but you're you're bringing in like you're cherry picking what works to be like this isn't serious enough for me, which is fine. This is a show. This is a, Jason. This is an episode that references Back to the Future too. I'm not cherry picking Jack shit. I'm telling you, you're. This is what this is the obvious. No, if you sit in a room and I got a character who's who they make a point, what's this not guy's there, my master. Not evaluating what is there. That's the whole I'm thing. Not evaluating what is there. It's just a lot of useless explanation versus actual characters feeling things. They tell you things, but don't let the characters feel them. No, if, the, if, if, if the and in that respect, it's totally to like George that, Lucas. Then you would have a point. But the show's this isn't the goal of this piece of art. This piece, right, the this goal of this piece of art is to get your that. Disney Plusers to sign up for more Disney Plus. Like that's that's the goal of this piece of art. No, you know? like then then okay then why then Andor is just a big fucking accidental mistake. Yes, yes. No, no, Rob. Yes, no, Rob. You you, yes. you know no. There are goals. There are aims and there are tones. There are levels of sophistication in stories. Not everything is going for the fucking dark night. Sometimes it's Batman and Robin. And this is more Batman and Robin Star Wars. When you when you show Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker and you tell me you're not going for drama, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. 
They're going for. I don't know what the, world you're for in. The, uh, they're the, the one. They're the one bringing Anakin. Up. Oh God! Do you read the they're Iliad the one... and then go? God, why didn't they stop right here? <laughs> it's like it's like no. no it's I wonder how like he that. hung out in a sheep's fucking stomach for twelve months on a boat. You know what I mean? That's what I wonder. Like the yeah, smell alone. Th that's like a Star Trek thing. They wouldn't. They wouldn't deal with that. You know what I mean? Like in Star Wars, they would not deal with <laughs> yeah, that. They'd go. They go. This time, that smells like shit on the inside, and then that's all that they would ever do. You got me on that one. I mean, I, I, I never, I could never defend Star Trek the way you could, Jason. So you know, I'm no. But what, what, what I am saying is that it, like, if somebody's trying to make fucking Secret Life of the American Teenager, you don't go and go. Why isn't this Citizen Kane? It's I'm just, not. It's not this is, it's this not is obvious. He's his thing. master. That's his mom. He wants to go home to see his family. Going home to what? What does that mean? Going home. Going back to your galaxy. If I go back to California, am I really home? No, it's the people you know and love. Rob, well, Rob if you were in a Russian prison for, for 10 years and I brought you to fucking New Jersey, you'd be like, I'm home. But if you got to see he had a little brother he never knew he had, then that's even more meaningful. Then you go, yeah, he did get back home. He gets, he's. Do you really think that's not going to happen? But it should happen here. This is where it should happen. Nah, it, 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 it's. That's just impatient. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, because I mean, when you, you're right, when you, you're right, Jason. No, wrong, it's only guys. eight episodes. No, because you're 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 saying like this thing didn't happen, therefore it's never going to happen. Okay, let's 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 end the show See, now, and we'll pick it. We'll put a pin in it for two years, right? No, then we the, can have the, the motherfucker then. walked off the fucking bridge and said, "I'm home." And ten one second later, the kid might run out, but that's just in the next episode. It's like. If we if we get another season and then it doesn't happen, then it's like yeah, but that's just critiquing what's dragging not shit there. out is why you don't get any more race. If they had told a complete story, I mean, like this is it's not hard to like you can continue they did the, tell the day after story though. They they went you, out the the goal the here the, the aim. It's of like the saying heroes. we don't see Andy and and Morgan Freeman get back together at the end of Shawshank Redemption, which by the way wasn't in the original test screen yeah. uh darabont mm -hmm. said they didn't show that and then when they showed it they would just imply that maybe he'd get there one day you show it you don't have to have a big deal about it but you can show it and just mm -hmm. have the face and the look and the music and then you're you know what that was there you okay. go but but here's the whole thing is shawshank redemption wasn't a disney plus tv show that is setting up the climate for a for a new climate to make a movie series on and that's what they're doing here. It's like people are when the, the hard critiques of this. Now, once again, I'm not saying I disagree with you that that episode three weeks ago should have had a better scene with that. I, I, I agree. But at the same time, this what is the function? What is the intended goal and tone of the show? And it's not that that elevator scene with Luthen was never go is never going to be written by Dave Filoni. If anybody ever I'm not asking it, is, it to. I'm asking for them you just to take did. the characters they have. I brought up an example, Jason, because it's like that that is it's ridiculous that you 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 aren't even demanding that. Look, how, how do I describe this? You keep thinking if I don't bring up Andor, then yeah. I, I I I okay, it's a thing in the room. You'll bring it up for me. If I do bring it up, then I'm damned if I do. I'm like Luther. I'm damned if no. I do, and I damned if I don't. Right? No. Right. I can't no. bring anything up. 
So it, like, no, I'm like, it, look, simply, I'm watching this show. These people keep saying they're family, but they don't have real family conversation. Families argue and fight with one another, even when they love one another. They get when the minute they get to dinner. That's literally what happens. That's how this begins. Is is an you argument and I and, are and having more drama right now than this entire fucking series. No. And these people know one another. And yeah, Sabine but, but straight up let Hitler get loose so she could get, and they don't even have a conversation about it. They, they at did. the very in end, the last episode they did. At the very end, she goes, "You know what? It's okay. You let Hitler loose because now we're stuck here together. Like that. That's great. That's a wonderful conversation. You really learned a lesson there. You know, I don't know what we're supposed to learn from that. Okay, but okay. I'll tell you what she what she learned is that it she needs to let her apprentice, her her daughter, however you want to look at it, fail. And that's how the show started. She let her fail. She's been failing on no, her own. She wasn't no. even showing it. She couldn't even she abandoned a, a, a her. Meeting. She abandoned her out of the fear she would fail. And then at the end, she did fail. And she says, you know what? I fucking did some things in my life that people don't understand. And you know what? My space daddy Anakin, he did stay by me. Why did she abandon her out of fear? Because her master turned mm -hmm. into it, but they don't have that conversation. They imply they, it. No, Anakin. She atones with Anakin in a, in a pretty big way in that in that world between worlds dream sequence. So it's like it's like they don't they didn't they didn't remind you. Of that. I don't know what atone means. Like I know what the atone? word means, but I mean, in the, in, it, like, I've like, watched okay. that sequence several okay. times. The tone of it is a great, but it doesn't actually say anything. She just says, I want to live. You taught me to be a soldier. I want to live. That doesn't mean, hey, I abandoned you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I fucked over the whole fucking galaxy. But that you, you're not me. You're not going to make those mistakes. There needs to be a real meaningful conversation. An actual, literal, not a mm -hmm. metaphorical, physical J.J. Abrams force flying through and seeing some scenes so you can conjure but, it up on your own for the next two years. Okay. But once again, that still does not would not have anything to do with with the relationship between her and Sabine to Sabine in those scenes. There wouldn't be a maybe those scenes should have been more focused on that. Like maybe they should have seen Mandalore. So I see how her she could say, "I'm afraid." Your critique is that happened. You're talking about something that happened like two episodes. Two episodes. Now it's valid. I'm not saying it's it's invalid, but that belongs on that critique. No. The, the conversation as written with Sabine would not have would not have changed. Had when that they been go to the siege of Mandalore, that's where she could say, "My my my apprentice is Mandalore." If 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 what if she becomes you? What if mm -hmm. I become an Obi Wan and she becomes another Anakin? How do I deal with that? Yeah. That's something well, and he then, can teach her. How? I mean, that's something he could legitimately pass something on that I don't have a good answer. That's a real interesting conversation. Don't have it. And then well. At the end of this this episode, like once again, this this series is is not. You're right. I mean, it 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 ends like it, it the the series opens with like two or three goals, and the goal is the good guys want to bring their boy back home, their mission to get him home. The bad guys want to bring their people back home, and Ahsoka and Sabine need to atone. They need to get over their th this this issue and either move on or never talk again. And the the show from the first episode at the end of this one does do it. So I'm not, I'm not of the opinion that this was an incomplete bad story. At the same time, it's an ongoing serialized content where you're going to have people like Carson Teva flying in going, hey, and then ending up in another episode of a different show because it's a living serialized content. So that part of it, yeah. Could the Jason thing at the end, would it have maybe have been a better ending 
for him to say, Hera, I'm home. And then for, for the kid to pop out. Yeah. But I also can't write it off because it might, that moment may be the very next scene of the very first episode of the next part. So that that's where I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I see the, the, uh, the uh, critique, but it's at the same time, it's not over yet. It's not written. It's but not like her, some of the things written. that Rob has can like, has mm-hmm. rightly like criticized like didn't happen and they're probably not gonna answer those questions it's mm-hmm. like when they're having conversations between ezra and sabine and there's real things that they should be discussing and mm-hmm. there's things that maybe ezra even brings up and again this is from last week's episode but just dave filoni just I, I don't know for design of the show just decides not to answer it it's it allows yeah. sabine in that moment to deflect or just oh, it was complicated so then they don't discuss it again yeah the I, conversations and- they are like lacking in any meaningful way mm-hmm. um that you know and again that's due to feloni's right in and i agree with you with yeah the next scene it could be he meets jason for the first time you know and he, like i've been saying for months i think he's gonna train jason and because he clearly wants to be a jedi and i think that relationship will be really honed in on in the future Here, but, here's how you tell people your first lesson one here's how you tell people you don't need a lightsaber and then the very next episode, rush to build one because it turns out you actually do. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, you really do. Like, and then and then Ahsoka goes, Well, Jedi isn't about being a lightsaber. No, apparently it is because Morgan Elsbeth got a flaming scimitar. And if you didn't have a lightsaber, you would you barely won that fight. Like there's kind of there, well, she yeah, but she isn't she isn't saying we don't use lightsabers, she's just saying that's not all of that's not the most important thing. And then we also based off of what's very she very likely a robot who does nothing but build lightsabers and that's okay. why logistically it made the most sense <laughs> sure. in that moment for ezra to make his lightsaber especially since he's going to be separated from them for who knows how long so that that's why it made that's why that scene literally goes there but when, Meanwhile, when, it does, he when they were rob, floating rob, two feet above the pillbox, he could have been up there building rob, a saber you're overlooking the importance of why that moment happened that moment happened because Sabine goes in there. Her master never took her to that guy to build her own lightsaber. She's still using his old fucking jalopy lightsaber from when he was 14. But the and show doesn't make a bigger deal out of it that. It no, doesn't make no, it something. She, they just say she's it. She's looking at it. She comes in thinking like Canon Joe. She's like happy. And then she sees what's going on. He goes to turn around and he's like, hey, Sabine, did, did, did Ahsoka ever show you? And then she's gone because she's upset. And that's yeah. why she goes. She walks but away. That's, that, but that's then something that you walks do into, with like an episode. She, four she goes or five. right. She goes right to Ahsoka, thinking that she's about to get chastised. Finally, she thinks this is the moment now where I get laid into. And then that's where it happens. Where Ahsoka's like, "Hey, man, acting like fourteen-year-olds and thirty-year-old bodies. Like mm-hmm. he, he's Filoni's writing them like they're fourteen-year-olds. Sabine's not acting like a twenty-nine-year-old woman. <laughs> she's acting like a fourteen-year-old girl." Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's another know. thing I have. They, they, they not, are look at how she's like, at. Yes, yes, they are not dealing with their emotions, <clears throat> throwing little like one offs and walking away. And I need to constantly be re- reminded about why I'm good and why I'm actually pretty good. The way a kid needs that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. As an adult, you do get to an age, especially after 24, 25, where you're like, no, this is a real fucking problem. How come you didn't show me any of this shit? What's your issue? What do you have against me? I'm not your... Does, does, does Sabine know Anakin became Vader? Does, does she know that? We don't know. What? Why not? 
That's a big not, fucking issue. She goes, you know uh, uh, why? No, I didn't here's teach why, Rob. Because my master. Because it's not important to the story. It's not important to her character. No, that no, if it really ends not. on Anakin's ghost, that is the story. No, you're she's not seeing yes. Anakin's ghost. No, actually, absolutely not. It there is no story, not. Jason. This really is no. about spaceships, and that's no, it. it you know? No, there you go. You're, you're 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 wanting to make it all about something that it's not now. You're rewriting. You no, know the, the, Anakin is, rewriting is Ahsoka's family in the way that Sabine and Ezra are her family. This is an issue. You're, you're you're wanting it to be about their family, and then when it's not, then you're wanting it to be about Anakin's ghost. That just doesn't make no, sense. No, I'm using that as an example. You're trying to say that he's not important to the story. When I'm like, but then why wheel out his ghost if he's obviously Rob? Rob, her he's father important to the story. Slash... He's not. He's he's not important to Sabine's story. She's removed from him. She's in her the situation that, is created because Ahsoka's traumatized by her relationship with Anakin. It's and that's directly why... related. And that's why Ahsoka and Anakin deal with each other in that episode and not But Sabine. she never tells Sabine, my master was Darth Vader. That doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense. I'm I'm not I'm not saying I disagree with the preference for it, but in terms of her character and the arc and what happens, us knowing that she knows or doesn't know doesn't change the outcome of any of this. If as as an editor, I think you would just cut that. It if gives you were the character like, a chance to go. Oh shit! I never realized that's what you've been dealing with. Mm -hmm. It gives them to understand versus just saying, "Now I understand you, and you understand me." Cue the full house theme. But but you're like, in terms of the character's progression, you're wanting the character to understand her master before she understands herself. No, I'm. I, she she wants to. She just said, "How come I?" I never learned how I was taught all these things. I was never given these things that this other guy was given. My master never taught me any of this stuff. She abandoned me. There's a reason why. Because she was traumatized by her experience with her master. Who was her master? Anakin Skywalker. And even mm -hmm. people keep asking, Hu Yang, what was he like? What was he like? He was intense. He was intense. You know what it was like? He was Darth fucking Vader. How many no. people know this? You say, I don't know. I don't know who knows it. And it, yeah, yeah but, but that's Soka also knows, not. But no but one that, else. That, that is still the wrong answer to that. To that that line, he Hyung wouldn't have known him as Darth Vader. He wouldn't say that. He would never say that. That would never. Why make didn't sense. she? Why didn't Ahsoka tell Hyung that she would? Anakin she would say different. he was a good man and he was, you know, intense and all, she's yeah, traumatized but, by it. That's why she wouldn't tell anyone. But also because that reflects on her. Mm -hmm. Anakin becoming Darth Vader is a reflection of the entire Jedi Order, which, by the way, brings you to your antagonist. Balin. Balin could be easily be look. Here's why this shit needs to be torn down. And then you can see he's got a good point. Yeah. And, and so that's... you have these two opposing, but this is not really being delved into. It's there on a real surface level. The way dinner is sort of laid out at a shit at the Golden Corral buffet, but that is not actually a full no. course meal. Like it's it's a meal. Because this is this is going somewhere though. Just because right, we're not so I there that yet. We should all stop talking about it now and put a pin in it for two years. I, I, I this is ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, what's the point of having a series if you're like, yeah, I mean, well, it, it depends. Are you going to watch shows when they come out? You're going to wait until all six episodes. You can still do a limited series and tell a complete story. The British have they been did. doing it forever, dude. They like, did. They did tell the complete story. Right now, it's a, series, but it's not. It's not utilized. It's it's a half-baked story you're like all right you take away the music and you take away the visual effects what do you got left 
You know, unfortunately, you got a performance by Ray Stevenson we're never going to see again. That's not their fault, but that's the world we live in. And then well, you got these characters. I'm going to disagree on that one, too. Actually, I think Kathleen Kennedy had him killed. <laughs> see, I do. Always, always. I do think that. I always. believe it. Jason's just trying um, to pander to the algorithm now. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but but what once once again, I'm no, I mean the 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 objective of the show was always about how is Thrawn gonna get back? How are they gonna get their guy home? And and that's what the conversation at the end of the thing is is Sabine thinks like you do, and then Ahsoka's like, No, um, you got him home, you did what you intended to, to do, and in that moment. I think now I, I could be putting I could be putting this on it, but I do think that when you're following the the the, the discourse throughout the episodes is that it, she uh, at that point realizes, yeah, I wanted to be with my brother. I wanted to I wanted to have him around. But uh, but obviously that goes against my like teachings. My teachings are to go where the force takes me, where I'm spoke, where I'm needed, where, where I'm doing good in the in the galaxy. She got him back home. And in reality, it is for the galaxy a big trade because Sabine, as a Jedi, and Ezra Bridger. And as I a still Jedi, say, what is home? Home is family. Home isn't like your hometown. You grew you went, your hometown okay. was only meaningful to you Rob, because of the memories you had with Rob, the people that was there. Rob, it, it's it's fair to to say I didn't watch Rebels, so I don't understand like what this is. But you will see that it that's his mom. He just went home to mom. But they yeah. should have that. Con- yeah, yeah. But and, and and his little brother, he doesn't know he has. But you're going to see. And that. he's got. But that will it's happen. Got, it's unrealistic to think that he's sitting there for three days with Ahsoka and Sabine, and no one tells him this shit. Rob, it's unrealistic to think he wore that stormtrooper costume for the whole ride there and then take it off when he was going to. Yes, I mean- <laughs> yes, and I'm trying not to make a bigger deal out of it because you're going to yell dramatic conceit for three hours. But the, like, the, that's what it is, though. I mean, that's what it I is. I watched. I listened to you do it last night, but before we got into the Mortis thing, and I'm like, I just don't give a shit about Rick and Mortis. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. not I, I, Rick I, and Mortis. I care too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick well, McCollum that, and Mortis. Well, what, what, what? I, I think that thing that you're saying that you don't care about is probably going to end up being probably one of the coolest things that it that they do and that Dave Filoni does. You don't care about it until it's a significant story. It's part of the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't care that it ever happens. I'm saying that it's it's not relevant to this particular story. This story should be taking characters who are desperate, who are split up, who have trauma, and piecing them back together so they can set them up for future things. Okay, but it doesn't do that in a realistic or meaningful way. It just does it. And then you're like, look, now they're all the position. And okay. it doesn't really do it because they're still split up. But are they Here's emotionally the- resolved? Like, are it's do whatever is going on between Ezra and Sabine? Is that really, is that really like fixed or finite? No, mm-hmm. it isn't. Just we found a way to have uh, Ahsoka train Sabine and not be uh, uh, distracted by all this Thrawn shit, so she can just train her over here for the next two years i guess you know and, I, I can't well, tell you how long they'll be on yeah. that planet because i mean she just okay. she picked up a lightsaber with the force and now she can force push a guy 150 feet in the air like two minutes later like i don't know how that worked mm-hmm. out but sure you know no b- b- before that um early early when we start the series she can't move a cup after yeah, she picked up a lightsaber and then one minute later, she force pushes 
Ezra across no, no, a giant. No, no that, that, that isn't what I mean. If you want to play you like that checkbox that game, you're you're leaving out too much crucial data. She she basically has no self-esteem because her master doesn't believe in her because her master doesn't believe in the Jedi way or the Jedi order or, or the ability to move forward. That changes. And then what we end up with is a, is she is fighting the super death trooper. I don't know what you call a death trooper who's already dead, a dead death trooper. And um, but when she's there, she realizes I'm fucked. She does revert back to her training. She does pull the uh, lightsaber to her Luke Skywalker style, turns it on and fucking kills the uh, the uh, a trooper. She's she's now taking a, a, a huge like leap. Then when she's with when she's with uh, Ezra, she's thriving. Because she's not being told she's shit by Hyung and, and, and Ahsoka, so Ahsoka, for uh, in a lot of ways, was was Sabine's failure. S Sabine's success and failure is intrinsically linked to her, and so it's a, much of Ahsoka's failing. And every single every time that Sabine fails, it's an Ahsoka failing, because she's the one responsible for getting her to be where she needs to be. By the time we get to that point in the story, now things have changed. And then that's why she's able, and she's able to do that with that guy. She she loves that guy. She feels good around him. He's encouraging to her. So when she goes to do it, she knows that it, she can do it in that moment. Now it's a leap of faith moment. There's no doubt about that. But that was that, that's a big trial moment for the character. And so we do it. We go from cup to lightsaber to full grown dude. Now from episode one to episode eight. Like there's but, nothing you know, in between. She's not trying to use. The force or any of other than when mm -hmm. uh, Ahsoka says you help too, and she holds her hand out doing but, jack yeah, shit. Yeah, but, but but it's also like, like not the the point. It's 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 a it's a thing the character is going through, and that if the character you know kind of travels through, but it's not the point of the show. The point of the show right. isn't like you right. know. You keep telling me what the show isn't the point of. You know, the, this the, isn't the, the, point the, of the, the point of the show. That isn't the point of the, the show. This is the point of the show. The rest oh, of rest development, I agree with. They're all acting like 14-year-olds stuck in 30-year-old bodies. Every one of them. Yeah. 100%. I but agree with would, that. It, it, it's like, just like the point of Andor isn't how to be a spy 101. It's not the point of right. the show. Right. But there are themes and motifs, and they get weaved in between in and out. And you see how, like, one side isn't as clean as the other. And I mean, that's consistent across the whole bit. They I, don't go right at the very end. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's just... I'm never going to have a discussion with... I mean, look, people bitch about Andor not looking for his sister after episode one. Did I go, well, that's not the point of the show. That's not the point of the show. That's not the point of the show. That's not the point. I'm like, he literally fucking got arrested and thrown into prison. Doesn't have a whole lot of time for that. Mm -hmm. You know, like he got his yeah. money and did he go off looking for it? No, he went off to Ibiza and got laid as is consistent with how Bix says that guy was from day one, yeah. you know? And then got arrested and ended up in prison. But they were like, this is, you should be looking for this isn't a searching for your sister show, I guess. Well, it's not really the point of the show. But the point of this show is getting this family back together. And here's why they're all traumatized. And when I say, okay, when they get a chance to finally say things to one another, dealing with that trauma, and they don't, that's a missed opportunity. You go, but that's not the point of the show. That is the point of the show. That's the whole reason to do a show about family. No, actually, Rob, seen one another you're, for you're making years. it the point of the season. It's the point of the series. And I think that's a that's that's a very big difference. All right. Well, like, given okay, all right. That, because, then, I, no, then I told you. Then I guess we can't have any of these conversations until the, all the series are complete, right? 
Well, no, because here's what's there's a couple of ways that it that this goes. Because Ezra gets home, mom, I'm home. Oh my god, it's my son, and he has a beard now. And then the, her her biological son then is introduced to him. But there's also Zeb, who's not in any of that either, because he just doesn't know this is things even going on. And so the other so the uncle, the crazy hear us uncle, in the mm-hmm. first two episodes, Kenan's my my husband. Yeah, we had a kid, but Ezra was like a son to me you know why does she say i i want to see my other son again like you you know that when you know that you know that when she has the conversation about oh are you is ezra out there she's very concerned she's like it's very serious it's very very clear in the those moments that it's personal so i think jason does know about ezra as well he does bring ezra up to to hera they have a conversation he's excited about the prospect of reunite of meeting ezra for the first time and so so hera cared enough to tell him about that, which so and who'd she tell that to? Ahsoka, her son, her son, her then, son Jason. But she said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, so it, it, it like I said, it, it is there. It's not, but but one, and I'm 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 with you. Like like Rob, I don't think Dave Filoni is ever going to write very deep dialogue. Uh, I I don't mean that. I think he has a, a an extraordinarily strong visual mind. I don't think he's a highly articulate man at the same time. So I don't actually expect that that's ever going to, going to happen with the stuff he writes. But I think, I think it, it's always going to be at this level. But it doesn't. I'm not saying it's free of critique either. Yeah, because I think some of the moments that Rob has mentioned, like conversations mm-hmm. between Sabine and Ezra, they should have resolution. Yeah. Like there should be answers in that conversation. And again, as we've just pointed out, Hera was, she loves Ezra enough to tell Jason, I tell him stories about, essentially his long lost older brother. And when Ezra reunites with his sister, they don't have any real conversation whatsoever. Like she fills him on the, on the bullet points what's happening in the galaxy, but mm-hmm. that's his family. He would want to know like, how is Zeb? How is Hera? Like, how are they doing? There's none of that. Like if I, if I was stuck in on an Island and I was there for years and you came to me, I was like, okay, we're going home. We're leaving. I would want answers as to how we're getting out of here, how you got here, and mm-hmm. where we go from here. But Ezra asks those questions, and Sabine just says it's complicated and gives vague answers. And in those sort of moments, like we can critique Filoni for that, like mm-hmm. because that's when those moments should have happened, and there should have been answers for Ezra and for Sabine. Whereas the Jason thing, yeah, I can. We haven't had the full series. We've had a season, and if this is two parts. Like, if it's a season one and a season two, then I think naturally that will occur in the second season. Ezra reuniting with Zeb, for example. And, you know, there's no Rex in this. Rex is essentially Ahsoka's best friend. We don't know if he's alive. We don't know if he's aware of Ahsoka's mission. You thought she would have spoken with him if he is still around. He has Um, dementia. You could have dementia. He's old enough. But um, old stock at that point, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I think there will be resolution to some of the points that's obviously left hanging in the second season but that, i think uh the first season also has like major critiques in terms of how feloni has written some of these characters and mm-hmm. personally avoided having any real conversation um with with these like you said these with characters that are family like you're my friend but if you know if i hadn't seen like if i was stranded for yeah. years i would have these questions for you like yeah. if, if you're stranded on an island for 10 years i pick <laughs> you up i i'm certain if it's because it's me picking bespin up bespin's gonna go 
how's Jason doing? I'm gonna yeah. be like, you know, like, no, don't bring that up. It's not part. That's not the part of this show, Bespin. I would say that now. Now I'd be like, that's not the part of this show. Wait till the end. You know, like, yeah. you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. You know. If, if I no, I don't, I'm not buying. How, how are we? How are we going home? And he says like, he just doesn't want to answer me. I'd be like, okay, we're in, we're in shit street. <laughs> we're not going home. But there's no but, conversation there. But. Again, I think two kids having a conversation about their parents is literally the, the, the definition of family. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, like and... if if Luke and Leia can have a conversation about our mother in Return of the Jedi for three minutes, you know, like if Luke can have a conversation with a ghost about why he didn't tell him he actually killed that Darth Vader was his dad when you said he, you know, like he at least has that. It was it re- was it explained very well? It's kind of goofy. But he at least has that. He says the thing that we that people were wondering for two years, two or three years, right? Like, mm-hmm. is that true? Is it not true? Luke needs to have that conversation with those. If Luke hadn't had that conversation, you go, well, that's not the point of the series. Not the point of the series. Like that. No, you're robbing people of the obvious questions that they're having with these characters. Then why care about the characters? Then they're just action figures on a chessboard to be moved around when things happen, so new things can happen, and it doesn't matter. The whole point of a TV series versus a movie is to get deeper into character, to get deeper into relationships. That's actually where TV shows thrive. And Disney Plus as a whole has been trying to treat TV shows like extended films with a TV show budget. And I just fundamentally disagree with that. You need Mm -hmm. to have the the, and or does succeed in that it says, oh, it's going to have those deeper conversations. It's going to treat it the way a TV show would and not make it's going to have some spectacle, but the point isn't the spectacle. How much is it's like, how far can we make the TV show look like a movie that lasts for eight hours? It's almost like a weird game. And then when they finally get there, you're left with what? We don't have any story. So who cares? Like, yeah, they will eventually get there. That's just time and money. Like, okay, problem solved. The digital revolution, Lucas won. But the real thing is, can we can we actually have these characters just have some human moment? I'm not asking for George R.R. Martin, Lord of the Rings, fucking deep shit. I'm not asking for when George Lucas says fans just want the movies to be like the Star Wars movies to be like Terminator, which is funny considering Book of Boba Fett actually has a Terminator scene in it now. Mm-hmm. Not asking for that. I'm just asking for these characters when they're suffering traumas and they haven't seen each other for 10 years and they're willing to risk World War III to do it, that when they finally get there, they just have the most obvious conversations that any of us would have with one another given the same circumstances. That's it. Con- I think that's Con- a mm-hmm. critique from Rob, to be honest. I don't think he's his points are invalid whatsoever. I mean, I guess. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Conju66 says... I would need a ten million dollars. <laughs> You're gonna get your Fortnite skins, Jason. Super yeah, chat <laughs> to describe the uh, decline in writing the story since Book of Boba Fett. Rob is on fire. Let him cook. So, I do think Tony is better at writing the, than Favreau is. I think yes. that we have gone a step up from Boba Fett and um, the Mandalorian season three. But at the same time, I don't expect Filoni to ever give me something anywhere near the levels of an Andor. No. I think. He can't. I'm accustomed for, to Filoni in, in what he's been doing for decades. I don't expect, like I said, Ando out of him, like a, a Peabody nominated show. I don't expect any of that. But mm-hmm. I do expect him to delve a little bit more into the characters he made fans fall in love with over the course of four seasons. I think that is a problem that he has had with this. But yeah, I don't, like I said, I. I think these things will be resolved in the second season, but I think it's, there is main issues with this and how he's handled 
character relationships within this season. Yeah, Conchu. so two things on that. I would mm-hmm. say, and this will change on the country bit, but mm-hmm. one, it's no different than in Falcon and the Winter Soldier when you have meaningful moments with Sam and the police or Sam not being able to get a loan even though he was an Avenger because essentially he's still a poor black man. How, mm-hmm. how do these guys, when they're not in the Avengers, earn a living? How do they get around? They say something about it, but then they don't ever actually deal with it. And then people go, well, feels weird. You know, hate, and you're like, yeah, I, because I they're giving stuff. you the mo- Yeah, but that's what's happening here. No, it's, no, I mean, it's like, the exact like the, same thing. The, like, I like when Joker asks, where does he get those wonderful toys? The Batman movie where they showed me, I was so bored. You know, then those moments. Like, I hear you, but that is a relevant conversation to be having in that series. And Malcolm Spellman wanted to go there, but they didn't go far enough. It's very surface level, and it, and it, and it gets dropped. It doesn't get really brought back up. Mm-hmm. So, like, you either have to completely ignore it and pretend like none of these things happen and just move the action figures around and have a big adventure or actually deal with it. That's what a TV show, a TV this, show deals with these things. Even, I, even I, Doctor Who deals with these things I in a fundam- more meaningful way. I fundamentally like, disagree with, with you applying the action figure Star Wars Mandalor- Mandalorian story method to this because it's not the same thing. Where Dave, where Favreau goes, okay, and Ugnaught walks into a bar with a Boba Fett, and then uh, what happened? This is like, worse because you have you have yeah, seven years of TV show cartoons that are now these these meaningful conversations aren't being had based on all that stuff. It's it's almost Ben's cred- credibility at that point. It's even worse. I don't think I the 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 things that you're saying is the conversation isn't the conversation that the show's having is the problem. It should be having this conversation is what I've been saying the whole time, Jason. I but, know it's not having the conversation. But you're overlooking That's the conversation I, that it is having. I'm not it's, saying it's, it's, a meaning, it's, it's a less than meaningful conversation. No, it's it's, it's not because the, 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 the whole thing is that it Ahsoka treats Sabine like dog shit, doesn't believe in her by the end of it. So like I'm gonna this goes into Conchu's comment. Ahsoka, and thank you for the $5 super chat, Conchu. Ahsoka the White was only a wardrobe, wardrobe change. I disagree. De- Gandalf would be disappointed, probably. Dinah Lee Santo is a legit martial artist. She is. She owned her fight scene, and I also disagree there. Um, so, like when it when it when it comes when it goes into that that the whole idea of the Ahsoka the White moment, the character has a completely different outlook on how she is going to interact with her family after that moment. And the reason that Thrawn does lose, Thrawn wins, but where does Thrawn lose? Thrawn loses because he thinks he knows Ahsoka because he knows Anakin. But the whole point is we're, we are not our family. She's not Anakin. She's not, none of that, neither of them are. And, and that's kind of the point of that, of that theme and that idea. That's, that's what the script I would say was saying in that, in that final, in those final moments. So I don't think it's just, she doesn't just get white on. And then now it's just the same character. Now, does her personality change? It slightly changes. I I, w- I would agree with maybe. I not say enough. it personally vastly changes. You think it vastly changes? Yeah, you think, I do. There's still a little bit of that boring stoic. I'm a Jedi thing, but I think that's just yeah. But now she's like, of a Jedi. Yeah, probably when she was boring and stoic, she always had her arms crossed. She was always guarded, and you know the, the relationship with Sabine, for example. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ahsoka, after like the rebirth, essentially, she has a different outlook on life. She's always more optimistic, even when they're traveling the space whales. You know, Ahsoka in the past would have fretted about if they were actually going to the correct place. Yeah. Whereas that Ahsoka is like, I don't know where we're going. 
I hope it's the right place. And she's very calm about it. She, yeah, and if, if his wheels get so, blown up, fuck them, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> all right. But <laughs> their fault, was, not mine. But if it was Ahsoka, if it was Ahsoka from earlier in the season, and she came face to face with Sabine in this episode, and discussed what happened with her decision to go out there selfishly try and get Ezra instead of doing the right thing and destroying the map and keeping thrown out there, she would have chastised. Her. She would have had a go at her. She would have ripped into her, but she didn't do this one because her outlook is now different. Like yeah. we joked that she had a personality transplant. We joked that she's like a stoner at times, you know. But yeah. I think she has changed. I'm not saying she's changed in terms of power, in terms of her ability, because that's evidently not the case. But she has changed as a master, and she has changed as a person since. Yeah, yeah. So but I Gandalf would... became became Gandalf the White because he committed a great sacrifice for the greater good. Ah- Ahsoka's not committed any sacrifice. No, she had just change her point of view. It'd be like An- it, the real parallel would have been if Anakin had somehow come back after destroying the the Emperor after becoming Darth Vader. He committed a great sacrifice. Plot. It's so, there's something. I mean, I thought it was the same thing, but that would she Ahsoka has not given away. She's not lost anything. She's committed no. She's not. She's not sacrificed on any level for anybody to like attain but these things. Think, she's just become these. It's again, it's that thing where Filoni My question is, the, how does Ahsoka do that? That, you know what? That's what a whiteboard's for. And that's where you sit in a room and you say, all right, I, how, how do you get there? That's what a, gr- that, a writer's room's for, Jason. Like that's, that's, that's the whole point. Do you think that Ahsoka and, you know, when she's in the world between worlds, does she, finally accepts her past, the past of Anakin, the flaws of Anakin, and you know, lets go of that trauma that she's been holding on to for a long time. Because in in one of the flashback scenes, she mentions becoming a master when you know we see her as a child. And she said, Is this is this what all I have to teach to my apprentice one day? And Anakin questions if she wants to be a master. And she says, well she thinks about it or whatever. And she doesn't teach Sabine to to be the way that she was. She didn't teach Sabine the way Anakin taught her. She has been teaching it differently. The uh, lightsaber conversation. Yeah, and she, you know, Sabine is being free to make her own mistakes. And, you know, with Ahsoka accepting what happened to Anakin and what happened to her in the past and the Clone Wars and wherever else, she's now able to actually teach Sabine. We haven't seen much teaching yet, but I think that's the implication for... She says in this episode, I think we are where we are supposed to be on this yeah. planet. And I think that, yeah, well, like it's clearly heavily related to the force. And I think that's probably ideal for training in that scenario. Mm-hmm. But I think that Sabine, even though she hasn't had a great sacrifice, I think she's had moments of realization. And I think that's where she becomes this Ahsoka the White, but maybe people are holding too much onto Ahsoka the White, even though she is obviously donned in just white clothing after the mm-hmm. fact. You know, that Dave only wants to sim- like symbolize a rebirth in those moments but in reality it's just her outlook on life has changed yeah or or you could look at it as her rebirth is just accepting personal responsibility for her place in the galaxy which in this instance is to be a teacher as opposed to not she she's with she withholds knowledge from sabine and holds her back there's i think kyung says that to ezra um not in those words but in a different he does say it and uh so that that's that's where you you would do like I said the uh, character does change, but the Gandalf thing and all of that kind of shit um, might be 
that might be too heavy and something that might not be the wisest way um, to market that even tacitly. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, listen to my new song. It's like the Beatles. And you're like, well, even the Gandalf thing though, you know, you can critique it in the way of, he was referring to as Ahsoka the White and wherever. And even in this show, there's imagery that's very Lord of the Rings. Like the, the base that Throne is in, for example, is yeah. it feels like it's a ripper of Lord of the Rings. This episode felt to me, I was watching this and I was like, this feels like when the Willow TV series was working, it felt like that. It has that kind of feeling to it to me. Like when you, when the scenes where they're going up the, that tower and they're fighting and you have Sabine and uh, Ezra together, like I kind of felt like, oh yeah, this is what what the Willow television series was supposed to be, you know. But at the same time, I've I've I feel like if I just if I had never seen either show, I would think this and Willow were the same thing. Like based off of the conversation, and I don't think I think there's a big difference between like this and Willow, you know, even with the the metal not being there. This is random, but I think Bowman was in the creator. Oh really? I think so. Yeah, I still I still so, gotta see it. Yeah. Did you like That's it, Rob? Thing. Did you well, like the creator? I like, it, but like this show, mm-hmm. I think that these ideas are all nifty, but they need to pair themselves up with someone who's more experienced in this type of storytelling than them. At the end of the day, like mm-hmm. Gareth Edwards needed to team up with Hideki Anno, the creator of Evangelion, or Hideo Kojima from Death Stranding. You know, Silent Hill. He needs to team up with someone who who's a part of that's that level or or vietnamese director or writer of someone in, in south korea that i don't know about right someone over there to get these ideas beyond beyond the surface level we think they're cool visuals uh level of storytelling mm-hmm. you know you got to pair up and feloni needs to team up with someone who like really understands military shit or really gets family writing or something you know, like needs to pair up a bit more with one, two, three, four, or whatever, however many it takes, you know, so that Star Wars isn't something that we all go, you see, it's actually great because I love it. And I know it's actually great because it's fucking great and it's indisputable and we're not over here playing head cannons. Like we don't need a great series doesn't need a here's what really happened at the end of the series. So you all know like that. No, no, no. Lost kind of put us on a path of like, figure trying to interject and figure out more than what's on the page and i just the prequels did that for me too like here's how it actually makes all sense and i'm like no it's not actually under there you you, you, you're reading into it so are these things there yeah they're checkboxed but that's not a meaningful way it's just checkbox a lot of checkboxing we said this it was covered said that it was covered but but why didn't you say these things that are pretty pretty obvious to me Eh, it doesn't matter you know what I mean? No, I think that's a really big deal. I think Ahsoka's former master becoming Hitler is a really big fucking deal, you know, and it's traumatized her in a way that if she's going to take on it, a Padawan, you know, that's a conversation she should be having with her at the very least, you know, and that's a minimum to me. So great that it happened in bloodlines. I've been saying that for years, but at the same time, that should have been the whole basis for the sequel trilogy that Luke Skywalker and princess Leia were the kids of Darth Vader. That would rip apart the galaxy. That truth, that, 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 that that's a truth. You can't, you could sit there and go, but he, yeah, but at the end of the day, who's going to people here in this world 
aren't going to be like, hey, Putin's kids are running the world. That's great. You know what I mean? Like, and he ain't nearly as I bad mean, as Hitler or Stalin. Like, I mean, it, it's it's an idea, but it doesn't mean that the other thing is off either. It it's doesn't... why the other thing feels hollow. It doesn't feel like the end of a trilogy. But that idea, look, man. No, but when it, when it when it comes to the like like your your master becomes space Hitler kind of thing, one of the things that it's that it's kind of dealing with is is the difference between Anakin and Darth Vader, and you keep making them like the, that that they're the one and the same. Ahsoka never knows Darth Vader. Ahsoka doesn't even meet Darth Vader until he's been around for like ten years. Like but she does of, know the atrocities that Darth Vader has committed. He though. does. He's in he her does. visions in this series, like right. But that's but what I but what I'm saying is that it that's why it that's not all of it. That's not everything here. And she knows Luke Skywalker. She knows what happened. She knows the eventuality of it. So like the way that it that 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 you're putting it is that she doesn't even know he went back to the good side. And well, that was my gripe about Boba Fett or Mando season. It was a Boba Fett. It was Boba Fett when I'm like, you put Ahsoka next to Luke Skywalker. We don't get the conversation between those two. We don't mm. get to have that. I gripe then about. I'm like, there's a wasted opportunity. I mean, I love this episode, but yeah, you put them in a room together, have the conversation. This uh, shows are about having meaningful conversations at the end of the day, dude. Like, if you want to turn TV shows into made-for-TV movies with a better budget, then hey, man. Have at it, Haas, dude. Like, go just go Whoa. do you walk you walk adventure special edition. But like, like just if we're having a writer strike and we're fighting for writers, then write some shit, man. Like, write some shit. Especially if you're like Star Wars, you're gonna be the we're the best, we're the reason why this whole streaming service exists. Then put some work into it. But like, what once again, though, that that has nothing to do with the text of this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying is, is no, zombies it, show up and and green smoke does come thank out of you. Them, so I actually rock was no, a zombie. So like, no, no, that that that's that's the whole thing though, man. Like, it's a fucking episode. It's a series where the fucking zombies come out, and you're like, why aren't they having these deep, meaningful conversations about the meaning of life? And it's like that's not 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 the function of this one. And like I like I like the ones that like do that. I'm cool with. I'm down with that. Let's get deep. Oh, but it just, I this told you the one. that was what the last episode should have been about. So when you get to the eighth, the final episode, you go on the action hunt because you probably don't have time for that sort of thing. I think like, the strongest thing is that this ep- the series was consistent across the board. But I also think that it like was it you, Bestman, who said there was like not like the high highs and the low lows of of Mando, yeah, um, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and and that's also like where my critique in this stuff falls. Like, you go through and then you introduce this like zombie concept, right? And I'm pretty sure those guys with all of the shit tied around them have all come back to life before. But the ones that are that are sat- sacrificed themselves on the mission well, to 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 a delay, right? No, and that's and that's where I think the actual like like valid criticism on his writing is right is right there. Is that you introduced new rules, didn't tell us the rules, kind of implied them, danced around it, and then and then are like, I really confused the fans, and I'm gonna have them talking. No, fuck you. On on that one right there, that's something that we actually need to know what the rules are. What are the rules? If they yeah. bite Sabine, does she become a zombie right then? Oh, I I don't because that changes are we the dramatic. That the night sisters also or the mothers, whatever the fuck there are, are they? 
are the witches supposed to like resurrect hordes of zombies during a battle against the new republic when they can barely yes. resurrect 12 of them at the same time like did they get you know, on a loud it, speaker it wasn't barely it, it wasn't barely it was yeah it was so like it's taking a lot of effort like like yeah when when we get that end scene from the uh the raiders of the lost ark moment they're putting them all into caskets into those 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 things and they're they're the they're, the lights are all on on them which kind of says this is to keep something fresh like refrigeration and then they're all we see them all laid out and then they're going to like dathomir and like like i was saying on the show yesterday i'm of the opinion that yeah they're going to go to dathomir they're going to lay them all out and then they're going to resurrect. Do you actually them. think, I know this might have been the case when they filmed, but do yes. you still think the implication is currently that there's still stormtroopers in those? Yes. They mentioned taking them from the catacombs mm -hmm. on, yeah, the, they, the, on the planet. They, they could be, they could be other, they could be the, 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 the bodies of the witches from that place at the, when, when all is said and done. Um, it could be both. Because if you're if you're moving um, things from there, maybe they're moving the the, the uh, troopers too. Like at the end of the day, I you you could tell there's several well, right, ones going right, on right, in the right, design right. process, and then they're just like, okay, we'll figure it out. Like Sith, I feel like this is sort of a Sith troopers moment. Well, Why? I well I I don't even think we need the the dead stormtroopers to be in those things. Mm -hmm. Like I pointed this out to you before because you uh, in the episode where Sabine and Ezra first take on. The stormtroopers and I think Shin shows the Shin show, yeah Shin shows up mm -hmm. and um they kill a few yeah. of them and um, they don't get back up and yeah. you mentioned oh they they'll take the dead bodies and put them in the in the in the yeah. coffin things and they didn't take anyone from that fight and then, and I am pretty yeah. sure that if they filmed more stuff with no, those coffins that's not no, in the episode now no and that's something also so they not for nothing they could just have blown them away with the ship once they're I don't know. Like someone was like, you couldn't move them around because the ship doesn't have orbital cannons. It's able to blow up the whole tower. You know what I mean? Like the Death Star, yeah, the, but, the Star Destroyer. Like, get out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think in those coffins you need them to be stormtroopers because mm -hmm. we know that they've been stockpiling like equipment and you know and soldiers in the universe because of the Mandalorian. They've told us that we know there's Imperial yeah. remnants still there. So yeah. you already have the battalions of stormtroopers. And you yeah. have the ones that came back with Thrawn. So I think that, uh, as again, it's just a theory, but I think the arrangement now is that he would take them to Dathomir because they were so desperate to get from that planet mm -hmm. and possibly repopulate it, you know, bring back their race on that planet. I think that's what yeah. is possibly inside because even though they film with stormtroopers in the coffins, they've clearly cut them for a reason. So they have an option when they go back that if they could have it be, you know, the race of Dathomir in there. Yeah. Right. And the, the, the witches, the sisters can still assist Thrawn because that's part of the deal. And I don't think they need to resurrect an entire massive army of them. As mm -hmm. we saw in this one, there was volunteers. Once that group died, once that battalion died, they resurrected them, they reanimated them and they keep going and going and going. They only seemingly died if you lobbed their heads off. Right. And yeah. we saw that with the, with the death trooper things and so yeah those were those were like like the volunteer ones that, that they you volunteer get that. for it yeah but but then but then we also to, to confuse it even more and this is the death troopers what the fuck are they from all of a sudden there's on dead death troopers there they weren't in with those guys before yeah i don't think those it's were good, like like storytelling in that aspect but what i'm yeah what i'm thinking for the future is i think they've left the door open as to what yeah. is actually in those kind of films because there's got to be a reason they've gone to dathomir yeah, you know, there's got to be a reason that the sisters were so <laughs> desperate to leave 
the place that they came from and then and to go the, to this location the uh, catacomb thing like 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 it it could be the bodies in the catacombs could literally be the witches who were there from ages past right i could mean that, that that's fair but it's also a, another fair logical assumption would be the the stormtroopers die then they store them in the catacombs because that's where you put dead bodies it's like the morgue you know who what knows? i mean not the point yeah. of the show though jason who knows no, no i, I just know it no, it's not, it's but it's also not the point. Of, you know, it's not the point of the show. The point of the show wasn't yeah. how do zombies work in Star Wars. It wasn't called Star Wars zombies. But when they go and they like like do do it, uh, they do introduce that. It would have made it would have been that stuff was super messy. And like same thing with the the, the fight. Uh, the the performers were doing a good job in that last fight, and it was shot like shit. Yeah, film, film, film Rick Femme, you man. Bad. He did my favorite episode of Mando with the the Jala bit right on the sand yeah, collar. Very good. But since then, I just the coverage and uh, it, this this felt the most Mando season three to me. The way everything mm -hmm. was shot. It, it, if if there's anything, the tone is consistent, thanks to the music and the editing, I suppose, and the writing. But the way this episode was shot felt the most volumey. Like you could tell, like like when the Night Sisters turned Morgan Elsbeth into a witch. You're like that probably should have been like an episode five or four, like right when they first get there in like their chambers. But we're all having it in like by the way, in in, in out in the open on this one set because that's the one yeah. set we built. And I'm like, all right, I get it. But at the same time, like, uh, we're all gonna have this fight in one. I just, I it showed it showed. It's it's uh, the seams, right? You could see the seams of the visuals yeah. and, and the, the choreography. The fight between Morgan and, and Ahsoka was better than I thought the three of them together. It was really mm -hmm. cartoonish. The, car the the lightsaber fighting was probably the least of my favorite of this entire series. Yeah. It just felt the most cartoonish and the least. It just felt like a guy who's been hanging around Favreau too long i'm sorry i'm gonna be real cynical on favreau's take on star wars at this point because it's gotten cartoonier and cartoonier as it's gone along you know you go from that first episode of mando in the bar to the lizzo jack thing and i'm like or the or even the ending iris the the circle loop out on you know the on the homestead shot on mando season three like that's mm -hmm. it's like wink wink there's a lot of wink wink nod nod stuff and and they're I just feel like this episode but, but, maybe but that, should have been that, directed by a horror that guy. Isn't here though. Like, Lizzo's not here. The callbacks to to the right. Kid so let me here. actually finish what I was saying. This episode yeah. is a horror episode. They're literally putting in psycho music and showing zombies. Should have gotten in a way you can't go back in time and do it, but you should. The, like the way Michael Jackson got what director he got um Landis right, the mm -hmm. American Werewolf in London director to direct the the thriller the video, yeah. right. So you get a music, it's still a music video, but it's also a horror thing. You know, like the thriller music video is a little movie into itself. So to me, it feels like this is where you get one of those A24 kind of directors or someone who's done some kind of like horror thing to bring that element into this episode to make it stand out. Instead, they brought the Mando vibe and it's just conflicting to me, the whole tone of it, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't doesn't really make a lot of sense the 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 the, the audio design was good right like the sound the, audio, the way her, her music the way the good. zombie troopers sounded cool you know all the mm -hmm. things sounded cool yeah. but the execution you just like 
so are they all wearing ribbons because they've been repaired in the past or is it, is it insurance so that they could be repaired so, if they die? Why are they, I don't know. I, I, I was I was told that the gold in the armor was because it was reforged by Night Sisters. And then the implication was that it those guys were killed and that's why the armor broke. And then that the ribbons were what what had resurrected them. And that every time there was a ribbon around them, that was a time. Right, that, that makes pretty sense. Right. So pretty much all of the stormtroopers have red ribbons on them, but like most most of their armor isn't like reconnected with gold. So, you know? so yeah, and then some of them the have way, it, some of them don't. Yeah, and and the way this, you know, again, that could have been the decision when filming, but in the editing process, that decision might have like changed. Like mm -hmm. they, they were is... speaking, like they were shouting "Go, go, go!" Last week as they were coming out of the ship. You know, mm -hmm. they were speaking basic and yeah. You know, well, no, that's the big difference, though, is the ones who volunteer. It's a different magic, and that's where I'm critical of it. But again, but we don't know this. Like you, you've been told. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's pretty sure that's worked on set. Yeah, yeah, but you've been told things from people who worked on set, so you mm -hmm. already have this belief of like this is what people were told. This is what yeah. the initial plan was, but in mm -hmm. the editing process, like that doesn't come across. Like, like to people who aren't in the know, who people who haven't been listening to the show for yeah. however long, and then they're also called night this. troopers, and they're called night troopers the whole entire the whole entire they're time. They're all called night troopers, and then you see the the guys at the end where they're like, yeah, they volunteered, they're living, they're alive, and they have the ribbons tied to them. Their yeah. armor is also still sort of beat up anyway, and then they get reanimated. But mm -hmm. we haven't seen the reanimated troopers before them because the troopers we saw in battle. We're shouting go 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 they they weren't speaking gibberish they were you know no speaking and, but, English but also orders. we we have in the like the clone war stuff we have seen them use like rehabilitative magic that didn't make you a maniac and we've seen them use it that did make the, the no the, but i'm not saying they need to make you a maniac but no, like, no. I, what I'm saying is that it, I, I think they have the ability to, to to do this two ways. One is to make you a monster, and one is to literally just that, reanimate. Bring but that's just from life. the Clone Wars. They're not showing you that in the show. And that's why I think at the end of the show, it's it's important that they go back to Dathomir. I think that like, and, and this is where in the end those caskets might be the might be the the witches because in the Clone Wars when they do that 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 Hail Mary and they reanimate all of the the uh, dead witches, the the, the battle droids and all and grievous wipe them all out by the end of the day and so they may be repopulating that planet with that with with corpses that can redo that again for it to protect itself again in this 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 kind of same fashion I, and, uh, and that might be what thrawn's deal was with the witches like and that's why because at the end she's like uh for the empire and then she's like eh, for dathomir and so you know mm -hmm. So like that mm -hmm. that that may be in the at the end of the day that might be the, the plan, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the uh, I, one thing I want to point out as well, this is such a minor nitpick for me. Mm -hmm. My dog's kicking off. Sorry if you can hear. Yeah. But um, but uh, I thought the 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 night sisters, the the three witches, the, they might I would have killed. But um, it's okay. I, can yeah, I, I thought I thought they looked great. I thought their design was really great. Yeah. But when they turned yeah, Morgan Elsbeth into one of them. She just looked like she was going through an emo phase. Yeah, I thought you want to know why? Because Miss the night she had a first mothers, record. The mothers were concept art that Wait, me and McKay did on episode and one. Danzig and did mother. Mother. 
Think right. about it, dude. And Morgan Elsbeth is a makeup job done on a Disney Plus show. Like that's mm-hmm. the difference. Like, I'm sorry, but like they just don't get the same kind of production lead time or oh, even 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 having like Lucas's say what you want about the prequels. I'll I'll sit here every day if you guys want to do. By the way, and we did do this, Jason, for the first year of the show. I used to wheel out the Star Wars archives book and we go through the concept art for episodes <coughs> one to three, which I find fascinating. I love all of it. I love all of the concept art for those prequels. Um, no one here wants to look at it. No one here wants all these fucking prequel fans tuned into the low, lowest fucking watch shows on this channel, right? When we're all having a good time and going through it, and no, 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 they don't want to watch any of that shit. But then these designs appear and you can see this compared to the Disney plus design team. And you're like, yeah, that's two different things. You know, like didn't have a year to go through a design process. Didn't have a, however long it takes to, to wheel through a, you got, they got three months, six months, maybe sometimes it's the same with the, the choreography and the fight scenes, things like yeah. that. Like you're, you're, that's why you hire a stunt person like Sabine to be able to do things that you normally couldn't do. You see the weakness when you hire an actor in Ezra who's supposed to be doing martial arts who can't, right? Compared to like the chick who played Morgan Elizabeth, she could actually do martial arts and kicks. You know, I'm like, that's yeah. actually how you do some of it. That yeah, looks pretty be, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to fight her. Yeah. Um, when she dies, um, like afterwards, like on the the, the subtitles, it 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 has like a I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was like after she's dead the voice goes on and, and then the witches hear it and um i was wondering if that if that's like uh you know if we might get a mother talzin's not really dead kind of moment with her she she may come back like in a, in a different form based off of that that fact and that she gets that like blessing and all of that stuff so i'm not i'm not sure if that character's dead it doesn't really matter to me when one way or the other because i'm not in love with the character you know i don't think that, she's a great actress great. so i'm not too bothered yeah but I also kind of wouldn't be surprised if uh, we end up getting her brought back. And and the other the other thing is like, are they so okay? Let, let, let's just like hit like the, the 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 Mortis thing when you get down to it. Like at the end, we end up with it with a Jedi who's now you know in the hand of 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 a Force God, you know, and that statue. The 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 brothers there beside the statue still there. The sister statue's fallen, but we know that the that the, the sister has become the owl, and that it so like there's this big implication of almost like this other side saga that I think if they had unlimited time, and you know Ray was around and stuff, I think we were going to get like a whole another thing on that planet between those four characters, and where it was going to move into. You know what? What is the uh, what's going on here? Because he wants Ray Stevenson's character Balin wants to end the cycle. He's all this has been going on. I want to end it, and it almost feels like it's taking that that clash of the titans, you know, where perspective where all of the gods are like looking in Zeus as they're fucking with things, and it seems like he's like, yeah, I want to stop this, and the reason that it keeps happening is because the fucking father is uh just keeping the, the the daughter and the son at bay. But then we know that the daughter in that realm is killed, becomes the owl is now linked to Ahsoka and a part of Ahsoka. And then, the, the, so I, I'm kind of like of the, uh, like my, in my imagination, my theoretical imagination right now, I think we're going to end up with these characters end up going into that place, exploring that area, 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 
And I think that they're going to bring shit back with them. I, I kind of think that the daughter and the son are going to come back. And I think it's going to lead into to a bigger, like, metaphysical sort of sort of thing. And one of the questions I was talking about last night on the show, I've always asked is, we know Thrawn's coming back for this movie and this conflict. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, What's the what's the what's the 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 spiritual aspect of it going to be? And I think that this might be it. Like Santa says, the the, the father is 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 dead. But that's it's that's too like literally literal of a of a reading of it because the daughter is dead and gave her life force to Ahsoka, and now she's flying around as an owl shitting on things. That's what I keep saying. And so right there, um, it, it, I think it has more. I think it's not so. I don't think it's it makes as much sense because it's just a it's like a spiritual concept. There, when good and evil doesn't stop, therefore that concept never stops in Star Wars. Like the Balin character, I think is going to be fundamentally wrong, and in trying to mess with it, is probably going to be what makes everything worse for that time. Was what's going to bring all of this stuff out. But I think it's it could lead to a huge like potential saga uh for the saga in between sagas with it. it it could go that way i mean it could just be nothing and at the end of the day like they might not play it out you know um but it does seem like like it's going that way and when 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 we look at like the rules as established in this she gives her life force to that to ahsoka brings her back to life and now she appears as an owl to ahsoka but we we could also say we don't know what her what the character of the owl's agency is. We know it's watching her fight Darth Vader in the uh, temple on Malachor. We know it watches like it, so. It's in the once context again, of this series, that's all Easter egg stuff. It's not relevant to the narrative of this series. Like it, it is because that's where this is going. That's what it. That's what it's saying at, at the end of this. It's like what was Bader's you don't know agenda? that's where it's going after Ray died. You don't know. You know, like it could I, actually what what I what I would it. what I would suggest that if they do is have that character go into that place and then do a reverse where he takes his essence and then the sun comes back. And the sun coming back would be like the equivalent of an ancient Sith Lord returning from and then nowhere. they name that episode the father, the son, and the holy forest ghost, right? Like this. pretty much, yeah. But I mean, but that would there's there's a way of of doing that and bringing this in and having like this really, you know, this 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 conflict that comes out of nowhere that we never imagined could happen and that could you know, um, that guy goes and then gets behind that empire and then we have like a whole we could have like a whole trilogy of films that could follow that that deal with that saga and and how that that arose and then it you know it falls and then. And then the first, and then you could also link that stuff into the first order. You can link that stuff into Palpatine saying, I'm every Sith who ever existed. And like, and then him being so, you know, obviously JJ's ideas are half baked and not all the way thought through or articulated on screen, but it may be a way of, of enhancing, making that stuff better. When I say, you know, just in terms of the lore itself. And that's what I've always felt has been one of Filoni's like things that he's been the very first thing he was his very first task was make Anakin Skywalker more personable. One of the very first things he ever did was a project to make the the prequel characters more likable. And he did achieve it. For a lot of people, he did. 
more people walked uh, out of the from, away from the Clone Wars at the end, going, "I like that more than I did before," as opposed to the opposite. So that's why I think he he's still has right that now job. working on making his own characters likable because I'm not really liking Sabine yeah. much. You know, mm. and Ezra is just like a one note. Hey, look, he smiles and he's plucky. I mean, mm. I don't know. You know, like he's got to focus on his own universe at this point rather than fixing all the other Star Wars things. Like I, I liked Ezra Ron. a lot compared to the to the animated version. And he had a couple of like just like moments that I, I saw a good good potential between the performer and the care in the character, you know, if used right. Like I like that moment when he when he fucking stabs the uh the uh, death trooper, the zombie, and then like looks at it like, what the fuck? Are you gonna die? You know what I mean? Like as like it was subtle, but there was the I thought he did a better job than the the cartoon got to do with, with that character. Yeah, um, I think with uh with Emon as well, I think unlike with Kenobi, you remember the um the Inquisitors, they were told not to watch Rebels and to yeah. learn from their characters in there. Yeah. I think he definitely did study Ezra from like Rebels. Because he yeah. feels like this, the same character to me. Just a little bit more mature, you know, which should be natural. Um, right. But I do think he was actually great casting. And I think he's a really, he comes across really likable. Just, especially how Ezra did in this, the fourth season of Rebels. Because I can understand why people would find him annoying before that. Yeah. But I think he was good casting. And can I you think... imagine if, if sorry, sorry, go ahead, Best, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Rose, if we're gonna be cutting between Ahsoka and Sabine dealing with heavy force stuff uh in the other galaxy, I think he is a likable lead to follow us through on what's the conflict that's happening in the galaxy that we know alongside Hera. Um, right. because I think the Hera performance for me has been hit and miss throughout the season. I think it's been up down. I think that's also been dependent on which director is handling her and getting the best performance out of Winstead. But at least for Ezra, I think he has been consistent in the few episodes that we've seen him. Um, and I think he's a likable lead. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the next season is going to have to be split between the conflict ongoing and the galaxy we're, we're familiar with and the one where Ahsoka and Sabina stranded, right? Yeah. So I think you do need somebody uh, with personality to lead the line on the other side. Right. Do you do you think they're going to um so like like to go back to Santa's thing though, the father is dead as well. He stabbed himself and then Anakin stabbed the son, they're all dead. I mean, I I like I said, my perspective is is God dead? Can you kill God when there it's a when all of this stuff is a manifestation of the force of God, of the concept of a of a unifying power? And when you take all of that into into effect, I'm just like, yeah, that that happened then. And that was pertinent to that generation, to that conflict of time in the galaxy. But now we're 30, 40 years out or whatever it is. Um, and we're in a different place. He used to be place. hanging out with uh, um, Miyazaki, the, the, the director, <laughs> creator of the uh, Elder Ring series, J.R.R. Mm-hmm. Martin. He Floyd needs to team up with people who are more experienced with writing this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Like I just that that. But if Filoni never writes it, Filoni never writes it. He can't just go. He can't always just defer. He has to defer to himself as a as a, as, a, as an artist and say, okay, I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to do this. I like this stuff, and I'm going to try to do it. Yeah. And then he then we just prepare for an endless amount of videos explaining what the hell he didn't actually say. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably right. But that's that's where we're at. If we're going to be if we're going to be in the if Lucasfilm is going to be in the Filoni business, that's where we're going to be. I mean, they're not going to like, hey, 
let's pay, let's hire Filoni. I mean, I know you know this, but let's not hire Filoni so that way Filoni can hire Mizaki, you know, his cousin or something. So, but, but my, where I'm trying to go with this is that it, when you, what are you going to do, Santa? The main characters all get there and then they just see statues of those guys and then they go do something else. If that's the case, then fuck you, Dave Filoni. Like, that's well, the fucking dumbest Balin like does, outcome for this. Balin does mention it feels like something's coal in Timber. Right? And it calls to Sabine as well. Do we At think it calls to Sabine? Or do what, we think 100, that's... 1,000%. And when do the Gris show up, Jason? Huh? Yeah. Are they all just sitting on a Gris and, crap? Like... And like, 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 I, like I always say, <laughs> uh, uh, Occam, Occam's Razor on all of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, there's there's never been anything and it about really the cares about that Gris because it's a big deal. You know? There's never been anything about Abeloth in this or any of that stuff. Like like if you're just gonna Occam's razor it, like what is there and what is you, there is 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 the those god things are are there. The statue of the daughter is fallen and she's the one who died and is now part of Ahsoka. I think that they might they could be doing a thing where Ahsoka at the end of the day is going to take her place in that order. That that could be where this goes. I don't like she love that idea. I don't like how it just like, kind of but like, it like, takes, but then it does what Filoni's done for the pre, you know, for Revenge of Seth and for the original trilogy, when it takes off of the board when there's a mm-hmm. bigger narrative going on. So like the sequel trilogy, yeah. if she is, you know, essentially the sister at that point, why isn't yeah. she there? Why isn't she a sister now a heroes? You know, if, but if you take her off the board, by that point, you know, and you have her apprentices running around essentially, like Sabine's yeah. there, and you've got Ezra, and you've got whoever else. Um, you know, I, I think I, they could do, go that route and just take her off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, definitely, we something like that does happen or will have to happen. But we also have like, I mean, Ray's not even ten years. Right? I don't even think Ray's even born yet. Like that's how far out from that stuff where like it needs to get resolved. They have a lot of time to play with before they need to start to get into those, those do places. You, do you really think Filoni mm-hmm. will will ever kill Ahsoka? And I mean truly kill, not that she just not dies and comes back. She's he's already killed her and brought her back twice in a way. Right. Yeah. So so yeah yeah like permanently kills the uh, the uh, character. I would I would kind of doubt it. Unless, but I can see that being the the transcending into the being the force force a god god viewer, yeah. however you want to however you want to come such like I could see him doing that. I could too, yeah. But I also think it it so it, it takes her off the table though, in yeah, some exactly. ways too. And um, yeah, and I mean like like and then you know that could explain how she talks to Ray in that mm-hmm. in that in episode nine like why is she a part of that you know where does she come from and stuff like like that so it, it's it's completely like all of this stuff is is possible and this and, but, might be but worth I, I, I don't think you're gonna make a film though and then be like oh i i gotta hold back on that now i kind of think we're to the part where we're, we we never saw all of the ramifications this is not a mando movie at this point jason this is a soka film this is a whole different thing I think, and that that's where I think, like I said, I think that this, the the Ahsoka side is going to be the spiritual half of this film, and the Mando and Thrawn. But, but yeah, they, like they the, haven't uh, called it a Mando movie, though. They? It's just the cross. Not not spe- not specifically. Yeah, I would imagine Mando is going to be a uh, an important supporting. Yeah, he's probably going to be character. a lead. Like yeah, but 
it, but it also might be worth remembering that do you remember the, when the reports coming out about Lindelof's uh, Ray film mm-hmm. that he was developing that they were like Filoni might be involved in it, right? So if Ray's whole thing is creating a new Jedi Order, and Filoni <laughs> set up this you know these force connections, these new pieces of integral law um, within his shows and within his movie, um, that might need to be referenced or addressed in the Ray movie. Yeah. You know, like, because if if Ray's rebuilding an order, she's clearly looking for students or looking for force users in general. Ahsoka can't necessarily be around for that if a Ray starts from scratch. Um, like you said, they, they aren't going to look to, like, Luke Skywalker. The Luke Skywalker likely won't be involved. Obviously, you have his texts and his teachings in that regard, but, you know, they, it seems like they wouldn't use a force ghost Mark Hamill for that movie, what mm-hmm. Kathy said, at least. So with Ahsoka, she still needs to be off the board then. So she is one of these gods, essentially, at that point. I think you need to address it before that movie comes out. Yeah. Santa says that he's all, I think Dale's right. Ahsoka's already the daughter. Anakin is likely the father, and it could be Balin that is hearing Mortis calling out to him to become the son. But also, like, Balin has absolutely no connection to Anakin or Ahsoka in a way that would make him at the level of family to replace, to, to be a part of that. I mean, it could just be a role you take, and now I'm the son, you know? It, it could be. But at the same time, I mean, I would think it would be more likely that you would have, like, uh, an avatar of Darth Vader as the son and Anakin being the father. You know what I mean? And then the, the, well, something they, like, would do If Filoni but... was doing the sequel trilogy, it could be somebody like Kylo. Yeah. You know, because you have that connection to Anakin through lineage. Yeah. But but the I think that the problem with it is, in that concept, is the daughter and the son have opposing philosophies. And like in those things, you have to still hold that philosophy of the, of the son in order to be that. And so like Anakin, for instance, couldn't be the son. He's actualized. Ben really couldn't be the son either because his philosophy isn't that. That's not that's not it. Um, so that, that that's where I Balin's though. And 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 what what it, yeah, Balin's Balin's in su- such a gray area that it's like it's a hard it's a hard read to know. Like because like Balin seems like somebody. He was doing the wrong things for the right reasons. Is kind of like where that character seems to be, be at. Like he's his greater goal is to stop these Greek gods from messing with humanity. You know that's that's how that seems to be his mission, and he wants to end it. He says. So you he know when he ends the cycle of end the cycle, right? Yeah, you know of the war. But before that, his whole thing was he was just a mercenary. He was just taking jobs for money and killing whoever he wants. Right. Like, well, you that's know, why Jason. Look, I mean, it cuts you off, guys, but like, luckily for Filoni, Carlos Castaneda wrote 15 tales of powers of books that he can pull all this stupid <laughs> shit from, right? <laughs> True. True. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna go. I mean, I, I, I think my guess would be just my hunch is that Balin is going to be responsible for opening a Pandora's box. And when he does, it's going to release that power in some form, in some way. Jason, and I then, already know who the son is. Who's the son? Snoke. Oh, shit. you serious? He's bold, man. He's bold. It's true. Yeah. Somebody in the chat last night was, was pointing out that, like, uh, 
the the beings in Mortis, the, the father and the daughter and the son are all super fucking huge, like like Snoke. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, you know. I mean, it would be fascinating if you if you had the if you made uh Snoke not fucked up and made it the sun, de-aged it, so to speak, in the, the CGI design, made it the sun, and then had that physical manifestation be what Palpatine is so trying to clone for his body. The sun is Kino, right? Kino, no way Kino out. When you de- because when you de-age Snoke, you just get Andy Circus, right? <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't make it. They didn't make Snoke into Andy Circus. Yeah, they, they. They. I remember the uh, the uh, designers wanting being like, we're like, we wanted Snoke to be hot, like he was like a, like like a really good looking dude, you know. And then and then you fuck them all up, age him up, and make them fuck it up. So, but yeah, I mean, but like the 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 thing is that it we have now we have Ezra Bridger back in the the main galaxy, which is which is actually good. Uh, Luke Skywalker could have a friend, maybe. Uh, also, he could start training that kid. Um, he might have to, and, and if the series continues the season one theme in any way, Ezra might have his own different angle on on how to do this. He might not, you know, we don't really know where he's at. On one hand, on one hand, what we saw with Ezra was, uh, no, I don't need a lightsaber. He learned the lesson. He's been living without the lightsaber that that whole time. And then obviously, when they're going to fight. Grand Admiral Thrawn, you do need a lightsaber to go up against the fucking army of undead stormtroopers. Fair enough, I say. So, but what's his, you know, he, he and that that kid, I mean, they might that might just be a whole different show. And Ezra and, and Jason might be just a different show in the at the end of the day. They might they might take that into a new place and make that a, a different series. And that might be, you know, and then the Ahsoka in in on Peridia dealing with all of that weird shit that that's 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 there and and how they throw that with those two Jedi there. I mean, Shin at the end is like, oh, I'm gonna become the the queen of the of the Raiders or something, right? Like, like what is that about? Like, that was a weird choice once again. But I like to think that when they make do something weird like that, it's because they got an idea that they're gonna take it, you know, into them. And it takes so much time. Usually with Star Wars, though. It takes so long to do anything, to design, make things, and get things going that it, the, there usually are plans. I know the sequel trilogy has people thinking, no, there's not, but that's just because the creatives are continually changing on it. That was the but even, even Favreau. I think Filoni would stick to an idea that he has. Yes. I don't think Favreau would. I think if Favreau was doing this series, yeah. Oh, yeah. one of season two, she might just ditch those guys. She might just slaughter them. You know, like Favreau flip flops, and he changes yeah, his mind. Yeah, doesn't. No. doesn't do that though. Filoni, Filoni, Filoni has like yeah. F- F- that's one of the things they've been saying since the show was gonna was coming back or was going to going into production was and and then I didn't think we were gonna get it, and we did at the end. Is Filoni was always saying there was ramifications for Ahsoka's death on Mortis, and I'm gonna tell that story. And he said that like years ago, and he kept saying it. Then he fucking stopped saying it. When he stopped saying it, that's when I thought two things happened. The idea died and he just moved on. Or it's because he's doing it. And I do think he's doing it now. I think that all of this was leading up into that to that doing it like stuff. All of that's like it's really important. And and there's like two, you know, we we have um, you know, the the he was he didn't drop it. Even like when you get down to rebels, like when they get into the world between world stuff, we see that fucking 
like uh what's it called like the big like like cathedral like glass like painting of the father and the daughter and the son mm-hmm. like it's it, that stuff is, is all linked to that and ahsoka's experience with that with the the death thing when she like dies and she ends up in that place i can't help but think that it, that's not just like a random setting let's just set it in the world between worlds when she died i think that it's it's connected and it's probably because of the, of the daughter you know and and that that connection so there's a there's a there's a, a chance this goes into someplace really cool. Like I'm definitely in, intrigued, you know. I want to know what they do next. What what are, what are, are they going to take it there? And then, but they also, you know, might be doing what Santa says and they show up. Because if they if they just show up there though, and they're like, okay, yeah, you got the job. Like it would be like Indiana Jones getting to the to the end of that movie and the the night the Grail Knights like, okay, you want my job? And he's like, yep. And then he takes the cup, drinks from it, and then the old man leaves, and he sits there. At the end, like it's just not how these stories go. That's how they do things in Gatlinburg, Jason. Oh, shit. Uh, you serious? Yeah. Is that the, the that that that's a that's the uh, the old Gatlinburg way? <laughs> yeah, it's the Gatlinburg way, dude. <laughs> he's he's yeah. sticking to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but you know I I. I I am like like admittedly though I'm like I'm like open to the the idea that he pitched a movie and where all of this goes and they were like yes we're going to make that movie this is a good idea where you know and yes we're going to give you hundreds of million dollars millions of dollars to do television series leading up to it I do like to think, think this will take place in the second season of Soka most of the stuff it 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 could but I I just think if you bring if you bring back uh, an equivalent finally of something as big as a force god, you don't just I would not I wouldn't think you would deal with it uh, only in the show when you have a, the, a film on the on the way. Okay, so I would, that's not the point of Disney Plus. The point of Disney Plus is to keep subscribers. You can't do a movie that directly ties into a TV show that continues into a film, Jason. You can't do that. Yes, you can. And we, no, we you just, can't. No, yes, no, you can. no, no. You're splitting your audiences up, and the point is to sell Disney Plus subscriptions. So you can't do that, right? But and what's going to happen is when that becomes a Star Wars film, it's going to sell Disney Plus sub- sub- subscriptions. People. So will now you it. see where I've been coming with with the Mando thing for the last two years, right? No, actually, what what I'm what I'm what, I, what how it works is when you look at it, what this is. This <laughs> exactly was what I've been saying. Clone that you've been Wars. No, no, no. I'm saying no because you're, yeah. you're you're all about how. This one concept that I'm saying the concept gets bigger than Disney Plus. And you're saying just make a, a bounty hunting episode into a movie. That's kind of like. No, I didn't sorry. say make a bounty hunting episode into a movie. I said make the fucking culmination of of all that shit that was going down okay. into well, a fucking film because you had a pre-made fan right. base that actually featured characters that people love that actually hit pop culture zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody in out in the real world knows what the father, the son, and the daughter is. They don't fucking know what that owl means. They don't know what those statues mean. The show right. doesn't do any job of explaining. It doesn't even explain how the zombie shit works. I, so you got a lot to do in a movie, man. I mean, I assume this opening crawl will have to explain all of it because Filoni doesn't no. seem to explain anything. So, so it, it's on one hand, this is this is the very fabric of Star Wars. If if I took you to see a New Hope in seventy seven at forty four or forty years old, you'd be like, "What the fuck are the Clone Wars? What the fuck is what the fuck is Darth Vader's problem with Anakin's dad or with Luke's dad? You know, and stuff like yeah, that." But, like, but Obi Wan does say he betrayed and murdered your father, so right. you know, 
you but, get an answer. Right. That's exactly. But that's 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 the, the whole thing is like like in this show, you didn't see Star Wars Rebels. But what did you see? A giant painting of the character looking at her family and you see how happy they are in together. And then we yeah, see her living alone her still split in, up. No, in a room. And then we learn. Yeah, we learn what happened. We learned we learned how they got split up. We learned that that, you know, Kanan's not around anymore. We we don't learn anything about Zeb. We just saw him in Mando three, which is admittedly fucking weird that they just did that there and not here, um, and, and so on. So it's like it's like all of that's all all of it ends up being this implication that you are in a living, breathing universe, in that it not, yeah we're not going to give you every single answer in every part of the uh, the narrative when it comes to a lot of that stuff because it, you know it's been actually been dealt with elsewhere, and if you care, you could go find it. Like that is kind of the their like their like perspective, but at the same time, we'll read the book when the stuff and the movies will make no, sense. No, that's, no, that's way. well. To, that's what they would love. Yeah, they would love that. But that's that's also taking it down to to uh, um like like what we have here is we start off with the Clone Wars cartoon and Filoni only being able to to tell his stories in this format in this era at this time this way, and then we end up having that jumping to the the the, the next show. And now, then we end up showing having parts of that show up now in the live action television shows, and then we're going to get it in the film. I think but, most of the heavy lifting is going to have to be done in Ahsoka season two. Like Sabine and Ahsoka are stranded on that planet. What's left there for them? The implication is that probably, like you said, she looks into the stars and she feels like she can see something. You know, something has been calling Balin the entire time he's been there. And now and Sabine. Kids. It's all a bunch yeah. of Force so, kids just staring at her. <laughs> well, I, I think I think who who, who hears Thank it and who doesn't us. is important. You. Don't you don't don't when you when you think? Yeah, probably. I, I think mean, so. I mean, uh, Ahsoka is is inherently good. We would assume Ezra yeah. Bridger is inherently good. We would assume, and he lives there for ten years. Doesn't never mention. No, doesn't doesn't seem to hear it. She hears it. Uh, but then right. we have Sabine, who is sort of a character who is not actualized yet, and we have Balin, who's not our ideal Jedi philosopher, and and they're both hearing this. They're both hearing that thing. That's what makes me think it's the sun. But that, but it also makes me think that most of this will be resolved in the second season of Soka. Yeah, most of this Mortis stuff will be there. Well, like, oh, oh, yeah, like, like, and and we're okay. So what I'm what I'm proposing here is you want to make a movie, right? And you want there to be like this big central conflict where there's big bad guys and there's the good guys and they're they're outnumbered, they're blah blah blah. But how do you do that when you have this era where everything has already been resolved? Because I saw Return of the Jedi. I, I now I know and I saw episode seven, so therefore I know everything gets resolved. Well, how do you how do you play with that era and how do you make it make how do you make like things you know exist there? So that movie will get to exist by oh yeah now there is like this equivalent of a snoke or a palpatine out there and there's these, these these like jedi and that they have to fight this thing and so you get to go and you get to make that movie and then if you have a problem with the backstory if you're like such so anal about it like well i show episode seven and, ep- and episode six and that just doesn't make sense then you, you have the, the the tv shit series all laid out there and all build up into this but then obviously it gets resolved if you bring back the sun and make him a forced god who's going to fight, you know, on behalf of Thrawn and rule. I like Thrawn's how you empire. said that the Mando movie couldn't work because no one's going to be able to follow the series into a movie. But now you're expecting everyone to watch 200 episodes of a cartoon no. that deals with tales of power. No, like I'm not. Vague, I'm not, weird Rob, spiritualities. Rob, I'm not. 
No, okay, Rob, but they'll all get that, and they can just go they watch that. They don't make- need it, Rob. The, the the normal person will just go to the theater and be like, "That's the bad guy." It's the Star Wars fan. Yes, the bad guy. It. Shrug. It's the Star just Wars. Like no. Aquaman. There's the bad guy. There's the yeah, good guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, no. They, they. That's Aquaman. that's how. That's they how the. That's, that's how Aquaman's billion dollar audience works. Yeah. Works. That's well, we'll how see it, how that works the second time around. No, because you know you know that the movie is not going to go out there and make a billion dollars. That's I not don't know happen. anything. I told you I'm the worst at predicting financial. But, no, but what what how how it what it does is that it like the good guys wear black, the white the good guys wear white. Like they end up with the, so the cool. ability to to start that that thing. It's just like it's this is just like in episode seven. You start episode seven, you don't know who the fuck Snoke is. But did it matter to the Force Awakens? Did did it ruin the Force Awakens for you that those answers weren't there? Probably not. And actually, in the general audience, it did not ruin the general audience's problem. Yeah, but that you can only play that game as we learn with Episode Eight and Nine so many times before people go, "Well, what the fuck? Does any of this matter?" No, you get I, one, I disagree. one or two shots at like being vague, and it, it, look, J.J. Abrams is not the fucking answer to Star Wars. We've all learned this. You go down no. that path of vagary and non-explanations and just random stuff happening. And look, we also hit the cues and there was a big explosion and they went Yahoo when they blew something up. That's mm-hmm. not going to cut it. They've already seen all of this. No, but Rob, you're never going to do a Star Wars trilogy of films and not have there be a fucking Emperor Avatar, a Luke Skywalker sure. Avatar. Well, like, he's going like, to have like, to actually explain it. And so far, he's not been very good at explaining things. But you're saying that when the films have never explained those things. And I'm telling you're... you, that's been a common complaint with these last series. Okay. Of, and, and by the way, that's why they've been on a downward Phantom, trajectory. Menace, the last one they made, Solo, uh, Rob, the, didn't the do first the money movie. they wanted. Yeah, fuck, Solo has nothing to do with this, though. That's just a trash fucking side movie. The Star Wars this, movie. No, what right, Filoni, Skywalker didn't do did the worst of it. What Filoni wants to do, Rob, is he wants his Phantom Menace, his A New Hope, and his Force Awakens. That is the goal of his film. And so, how do you do that movie at that at that place? You More set it up. He, no, you, you set it up. The ability to <laughs> open that. No, yeah, you do. You, you do it. You do it. You 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 you, oh, you take the genie out of the bottle on Disney Plus in this way, and then when you have a movie, you have an opening crawl, and you're like, a new evil. That's what has I've been emerged, telling you blah, for blah, years. Blah blah blah. Okay okay fine okay. I'm wrong, you and you're right. It. But this way, this method would work because the general audience who's going to go, the, the general audience who's going to go, doesn't even know what era they're in. Because he put an opening crawl in this series that just said everything that the character said five minutes later. Yeah. Didn't set anything up. We, they said everything and did everything. That opening crawl. So does he even know but how to write an not opening my, crawl? That's not my... No, that isn't... That that right there has nothing to do with, any, with anything. The, the ability for that crawl to exist and why the, the character said it may have may have been the studio who's coming in and saying, oh, yeah. you, need to, you need to include that, you know? It's, did you uh, but, see the thing from Deadline yesterday? By the way, I did. I did uh-huh. you read the show? That yeah, yeah. The, the second season I'm still I'm still yet to be greenlit. Yeah, it's just having conversations still a Lucasfilm in regards yeah. to that. Right. So, and again, obviously he uh, Floney is a writer. Like he is now able to to work. Um. So I, I'm surprised because that's what I thought would happen at the end of the show. Would just it say just like Ahsoka will return, or something. 
Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no! We're done with that. Marvel I didn't think they'd do like. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't think they'd, you know, do a skeleton crew thing or anything. But I the thought James that Bond thing. this is essentially where they would, like, sort of announce the second season. You know, but they yeah. clearly didn't do it. And as according to Deadline, at least, they still haven't decided yeah. on greenlighted it, which is odd, because I think there's a lot to do now. In advance of that movie, because yeah. I don't think you can have that movie just be Sabine and Ahsoka in on this planet doing all the mortar shit. Like yeah. that's because <laughs> I think when you do the movie, the mortar shit must have already happened. So like, the genie is then out of the bottle. Like the, if it is yes. the son who's coming back, the son and... needs to be back and like about to enter the galaxy we know and in, into the conflict with Thrawn and the New Republic. Yeah. You can't do it with, okay, but this, who's this, this is so good as to be in this other galaxy. You have Thrawn and all that doing, what are they doing on Dathomir and everything else in the next one? That needs to be set up in the sequel season, not in a movie. So not, I think no, they, definitely not a movie. They need to do the second season, and I'm really surprised that they haven't decided on it yet, considering they want Filoni's movie out in December 2026. Yeah, that's that big holiday movie of that year is Filoni's movie. Yeah, and as we went over, I think last week, there's actually not a lot of time to shoot two seasons of a TV show, which takes them at least six months each, and a movie on top of that, so it's another six months. That's yeah. without all the post production work and everything else to get to get those all ready and out by, by December 2026. I don't understand why they're not. I Filoni can't write that, and I assume he had ideas and treatments for the second season anyway. You know, but James yeah. makes a good question. Why do they have Jason Sandul in the show concerning the child actor could be much older by the time this next season films? Why would they include him now? They would include him now for one reason only for Ezra to see that he has a little brother and to be reunited at the end. Like that, no. that is the, the payoff and they just don't do it. That was my no. whole argument at the beginning of the show. And, and both Wasted of you, potential. both, no, both Wasted of you, potential. both of you are wrong in that yes. you are considering a season of a show to be a series finale. It's a season finale, not a series finale. Therefore, this is not fin- final yet. Everybody is saying this is already, it's this happened and it now it cannot happen. character in Star Wars with his own name. You know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Pretty, pretty if it was Robert Sandula, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm just glad. When I was a kid, I was pretty happy that to yeah. Jason Skywalker or Jason Solo. Um, but, um, but yeah, it, it's not, it's not over yet. It doesn't have, it doesn't mean it's over. It doesn't mean that like what you're saying doesn't mean that that's the end, the last word on it because there's more. And that's the, and to go back to to take this back to what Bestman was saying, like a, a season of of a of Ahsoka season two, we know that this is all a fucking trick. That this is all this is an anthology series. This is all a way of not necessarily paying writers and 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 actors and everybody like what they're due by breaking up the series into multiple new series all the time. And so this, what happens, the, the ramifications of this might be in the next series called Ezra Bridger. It might be in Mandalorian season four now. Like all, this, all of the story stuff, it will it will happen. I'm kind of just like of the opinion that it, um, I heard that Mando season four wasn't final, like wasn't final drafts. Those were just like, there's drafts. 
he's not it's a little little bit of a little hyperbolic to say like oh it's all done and in the can ready to go it wasn't like that complete and um so i'm still of the opinion that yeah, we could see th- those seasons truncated into into one season of a show you know the four important episodes of mando and the four important ones of ahsoka if you can make the characters to sort of mesh into each other you know put mando in the mix somehow i mean for all for all we know you know ezra might be out there doing jedi business and mando might be hired to hunt those stormtroopers and mando might be the one that's like calling ezra to tell him here's where they are and then they might be on an adventure together for the season. I, I don't know if that'll happen, but it's not off the table. Like it's completely in the realm of possibility, considering how our main characters are all going to be friends. They're all going to know each other. They're all going to Avengers it up as the stories go on. I would think, anyways. But yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I don't wouldn't say it's concerning that there's no Ahsoka season two, because I think the Ahsoka season two concept is how are we going to market the next part of the story? Are we going to market the next part of the story as, as Ahsoka part two, or are we going to market it in, from some other, other angle? Was Ahsoka the best way to market Disney plus for us or not? And stuff like that. I mean, do you think those ratings on Ahsoka that they were going up? Do you think that was just purely face saving or do you think that they are proud of those numbers? I think it's mostly face saving because again, they're not true numbers. Like the way so when HBO were given figures for The Last of Us and for House of the Dragon, yeah. they were true viewing figures. They were right. just like, oh, it had 14 million views, and we're just assuming everybody watched the entire episode and all this stuff. They say, no, pe- like 20 million people tuned in on this Sunday night to watch The Last of Us. Yeah. Whereas Disney and Netflix, they're playing a weird game. And again, Disney only did it straight after the Samba numbers blew up and caused a lot of headlines. They were like, actually, we did 14 million views, not the sample size of, you know, 1.2 million, you know. Um, and then, you know, the, I think you said one of the trades did the math on it. It was like, actually, at least for the first episode, it was close to like 8 million or something. Yeah. Instead of, you know, so. Yeah. And then again, they've since then, they've been putting out like viewing figures for their other releases. So they said like, Little Mermaid had 16 million views and Elemental had like 26 million views or whatever it was, you know? So even in contrast to the stuff they've been putting numbers out for, it still hasn't shone that brightly in, you know, in comparison. And then you look at like the second episode, they never said a word of what the viewer figures were for those. And then right. we had the Nielsen ratings come out and in Ahsoka's third episode, so his second week, it dropped out to the top 10. Like it wasn't again enough minutes to watch to be in the stream and top 10 of, of that week. So yeah. I don't think they're particularly say super proud of the numbers. I think it's probably done w- well enough to warrant a second season maybe. Um, but yeah, I, we shouldn't trust anything they really put out. So uh, This, this, this type of storytelling on star Wars though has in the past only worked for them. Like the Clone Wars didn't didn't necessarily like dwindle, like this way of doing things and this kind of like the way that he maps out his intrigue, it does tend to build. And yeah, so but that I'm, was twenty four episodes <coughs> a year, every year. Yeah, we're not. You're getting maybe you know eight episodes. I, okay, sure. You know, like 
seven to eight episodes, narratively speaking, you know, fifth episode or the well, last seventh episode was a little. You, you, it's, those okay. were those were only seven twenty episodes, minutes. Rob. Those are only twenty minutes, years. and these are like forty minutes. So it is it is closer to double what. Oh, one thing, thing by that metric, I'm saying. One thing I've been thinking about recently is that uh, we've seen these streaming services copy one another frequently. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're all that have introduced now ad supported tiers. They, they look to be raising prices wherever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the leaders that they seem to follow is David Zaslav at HBO and Warner Brothers. Zazzy. Zazzy, as we know him. And um, he's cutting down, like, on the big budget shows, he's cutting, he's cutting down episode counts yeah. to save money on the budgets, right? Game of Thrones so or uh, House doing, of Dragons, right? Yeah, he's doing it on House of the Dragon, yeah. So um, so that's, I think that's going to be closer to five episodes instead of the eight that they had or whatever it was. Yeah. Could you see, because Bob Iger's thing in recent times has been cut production budgets, save money there in the, in the costs and then everything else. So do you think with a second season of Ahsoka and you know, even other shows for Star Wars, that they could see a lower episode count, so it would go from eight to six or five, because Echo apparently is only coming out with five episodes. Um, not for this reason, but we've seen it already. I mean, like, like all the shows are supposed to be eight episodes. That's what they're aiming for. And like, what, Bobo was seven. Bobo was Obi-Wan, nine. It was nine. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was seven. For some reason I thought it was less. Uh, Kenobi was six. They didn't. They didn't elongate that one into eight. You know, into the, like as much, anyways. But that's probably about time more than anything. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, in in some ways, I think that they would be better served to release their shows in in chunks. Like I, I, I don't. I don't love the idea. I mean, my perfect idea or my my perfect way of it happening it was just all episodes all at once. Just give it to me, and then let me watch it at my own pace. Like that's mm-hmm. what I truly prefer. But if I was running a service and, and a subscription-based service, I wouldn't even do Mando all eight. I would do Mando in chunks of four at a time and just kind of keep it coming um, to keep the service rolling and and to, to, to keep it, you know, moving. And then also to not make it where I go like two years without Mando. You know what I mean? That's kind of the like, idea well, I had for Andor, wasn't it? I was like, they, because yes. that is going to be a, a year time jump every three episodes that actually lends itself quite easily to doing gaps in between those episodes in between those arcs at least and make um, you subscribe too yeah exactly so i don't but that's the thing so they're trying to elongate the house of the dragon thing by spending more but less money and producing less episodes but you'll get more seasons out of it yeah so instead of getting the eight episode season those remaining four would end up in the season after as it goes so right. it was just a thing I've been thinking about recently because, you know, Bob Iger said many times in his interviews, he's all about the cost cut initiative at the moment, the retaining subscribers. And if you're only cutting down to five episodes, we're still going to subscribe to watch those five episodes. Like, mm-hmm. we might be annoyed and we might come on this show and people viewing will all be pissed off that it's only five instead of eight. But we're still going to give them the money. Like, they're still going to get that out of us, probably. And... It'll go on like that. I just think because yeah. they all copy each other all the time at the moment. Yeah. Like 
if this works out for, for Zaslav, and I assume it will, like House of the Dragons was huge um, the last year, and I, I see no reason why the second season wouldn't succeed, especially if it has like, basically the same writing team. I, I know one of the showrunners has gone, but the rest of the team, I, I think, I believe are the same. So yeah. if that works, and I, we have every reason to suspect it would, why wouldn't Bob Iger follow suit or the people at Paramount follow suit? You know? Yeah. Yeah, they they might want to wait and see what the reaction to that is before mm-hmm. moving in on it, potentially. Because I can see a re- House, of, House of Dragons comes out. Is it House of the Dragon or House of Dragons? I can't remember. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon comes out. And um, people are like, that was it? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, Because we felt that way about these series. I think Rob feels that way about these shows, just being eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And like, so like, you know, consumers may ultimately re- reject that that methodology, at least when it feels like like that was a season, except that, except less, you know. They, right, but it becomes the new normal then, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The, no, then they would, yeah. They all go in on it, and they all they all try it. Like yeah, all then. all the people in this chat, the ones who mm-hmm. pay for Disney Plus currently, yeah. If Ahsoka season two comes out in its five episodes, you're still gonna sign up for those five weeks and get Ahsoka. And again, you sign up for five weeks, which means they probably get you the extra week. So you're already, yeah, you're already on same as two months. Month. Yeah. Same as the two month subscription. Same as the two right? months. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, as long as as long as it goes over that line into the next pay period, you got mm-hmm. it for two months. Yeah. So I do wonder if that's where we're gonna head in in the future. Like they said, they're gonna give us less out like output in general. Of Star Wars and Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, so that's one way to save money. The other way to save money is to cut the production costs, which is something he's spoken about, you know. You know what you know, you know might... Yeah, I was going to say, the WGA, the new deal that they've struck, and they're going to strike for actors as well, that talks about, like, uh, how long a season of a show is. Yeah. Remember? Like, if it's, like, under six episodes or something, they pay X amount of money or X amount of right. percentage, and the people get however much. And it's longer if it was, was it then eight to 12 episodes? They have to pay more. So if you can, if they can avoid that, and again, we, we see how these guys work. There's a good chance they will try and avoid it. It's like Netflix. It came out that Netflix is looking to raise prices once the SAG deal is done. Again, again, hurting us, the consumer, because of choices they've made. And I'm saying the SAG and the WHA should get the fair deal. But they are then said, well, well, we'll support that by charging our consumers more. Like, right. the Netflix thing is going to go over $20 for their premium tier at that point. Yeah. So, but I again, can say right now, I'm canceled at that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm there canceled is a now. Limit. There, there is a limit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I No, I agree with you. But, like... The only reason I, why I'm even sticking around with Disney Plus is because of X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and look, I get that's not nobody's radar right now, but yeah. you know, that's who cares? Rad. Like, I, it's coming down the pike, and mm-hmm. I'm yeah. and I'm glad that right now my money's going to help fund the people animating and developing that, right? But if they weren't making that X Men '97, which is a cartoon, um, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'll just wait, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could say, well, you'll get me for two months, but yeah, you'll get me for two months, but. <laughs> me for two months and everyone else for a couple months here and there isn't going to be the billion dollars a month they need just to keep the 500 was it 500 million a month to pay for bandwidth like it doesn't actually pay the bills 
So mm-hmm. this diminishing returns thing doesn't work when you look. They these guys, Zaslav, Warner Brothers, New Line, Disney, they're not paying to upkeep on movie theaters every month, right? They don't pay to keep the lights on on those places. The theater people do, but with Disney Plus and HBO Max, they have to pay to keep the theater lights on. So like getting people for the summer season, right? Right. This is what we're talking about here, right? We're only going to make movies for people to go see the big summer films. Okay. That ain't enough to keep a streaming service on year round. Sorry. There's a short, short seasons would probably be more applicable to theatrical releases on special engagements that you could charge for as well. Yeah. About it from that perspective. Too. 100%. Um, what, what, what I find kind of funny or grim's not the right word, but, less than i think a less than desirable outcome of the intrigue that this show just did for fans on the on uh, star wars ahsoka is that our next show is skeleton crew and we have well yeah i should say like i mean mean, in terms of this era of this part of the story and uh you know andor and um what do you call it uh we'll probably have uh, acolyte and then andor and then skeleton crew most likely kind of what you've said right and I think um, it might be Andor after Skeleton Crew. Oh, okay. But with with that with that said, when we get back to this part of the story, then we have the story like with these with these kids. If that story doesn't intersect with it, because we know that now this is going to dominate the fans' imaginations. Oh, this, know, this is about test. I know. I know. Yeah. I got the message. Um. So when when uh when that when that goes down, uh when that series is coming, all the fans are gonna be like, oh yeah, like how is this gonna connect? And like we've heard some things that that are very coincidental that could make it connect, but we don't have a smoking gun that it does. Those and kids aren't of, gonna appear on Peridia. You know what I right. mean? And like hang out with Balon and like <laughs> talk well, about the father, the son, and the holy force ghost for like yeah. The, 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 well, the, the 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 pitch of the show is that they they end up in a new place that never and then you have a Soka in this new place. Like I said, it's all kind of coincidental. You know, I mean, for for all we know, the uh, kids are flying the ship above the planet, and a fucking space whale eats them and takes them there. I'm just saying, I don't. They're not saying that's going to happen. But you know what I mean? Like, like, but. Shoots about yeah, the snow. Shit drops about a planet. <laughs> chunk, chunk makes it makes it throw up, and then they just end up on Peridia. No, but 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 I mean, like, yeah. So so, that, but that's what's going to be weird is now. I think I think there's a chance that the culture and the how captivating this will likely likely be as time goes on might fuck with that show. You know? There's only so many revolving storylines one can deal with as an audience, too. By the way, mm-hmm. you know, like the benefit to having, you know, previously the benefit to having a one continued storyline, say the Marvel films, is that you know you were sort of following one thing, but now when you're jumping around eras and multiple timelines and, and, and different, completely different characters, I'm still reminded of the people who. I was in the theater and I heard people go, Oh, that's Ray's mom. When I saw rogue one, you know what I mean? And I'm like, that's not Ray's mom. <laughs> this takes place before a new hope, but that's, that's how people, that's how the normies think, man. You can't just get, they need normie money to make this all yeah. work. I, I, I'm sorry. Like if you want fans um, to support films, that's how fans are what went and saw 
Birds of Prey or fucking Shazam 2. Like, that's not enough. Or The Flash, right? There's a good yeah. example. Like, you need... So it can get very confusing. And that's really a product of marketing needs to explain that. But we all know Disney marketing on a whole is... You know, it's, it's, it's bottom tier as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah. And the, the, like, like the, 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 the stuff that they can do though, with this, with this story, when it all ends up set, like, like when, when you have the, the father and the daughter, all that kind of stuff. And all of that was a ramification of Anakin's birth. Anakin's birth might've been a ramification of those, of those anchorites doing what they were doing, for instance. And so this whole thing right here might end with Ray with why Ray is born. You see what I'm saying? Like all like, like there's, there's ways of tying all of this stuff into like, like deeper lore. There's a lot of opportunity here to make a huge conflict. And at the end be like, Oh wow. We went through a lot and it looks bleak. And then at the end, like Ray is born from it. You know what I mean? Because if, if we do learn something like that, like I said, there, there's, there's a lot of potential. This, that's the kind of stuff I think Filoni would do. So that's why I'm on board, but We've been going for a long time, so I say we call it a, a show, and we come back tomorrow, and we talk about it some more. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Yeah, we'll do we'll do a show tomorrow, too. All right, so everybody, uh, thank you for hanging out with us, listening to Mommy and Daddy fight today. Um, Bespin, thank you for hanging out with us and listening to Mommy and Daddy fight. Who's the mom? I'm the mommy. I'm the mommy. Um... I'm the mother Talzin. I'm cool with my two dads, but you know, my two dads. You, 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 you do you, boo. <laughs> I'm just hoping somebody buys me McDonald's out of it, you know, to just yeah. calm the channel down and be like, hey, you guys a happy meal. Oh, that's know? a good idea. I'm going to go get some McDonald's right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, thanks everybody for, for hanging out with Are us. Are you the we'll, one we'll who sent six bags of McDonald's to Trump yesterday, Jason? Were you somebody did that? <laughs> No, he ordered it for lunch. Oh, Secret okay. Service was carrying it in, but I was. Oh, I was gonna say, it's it's me. Um, remember that? Remember those Secret Service movies, like In the Line of Fire, where they're training to protect the president? None of them were carrying bags of fast food. No, every <laughs> piece of shit in court, and none of them shot Kennedy either. So, <laughs> yeah. oh uh, well, that. that's not true. Think about that. In the movies, I mean. Oh, I'm in real life. Yeah, in real life, it totally. They, they are 15s killed. killed Kennedy. One hundred statistically speaking, like <laughs> I mean, no, that 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 like new thing that happened that came out. It's like, yeah, that's what happened. I, I'm I every every time more evidence comes out that 1979 theory that was proposed just makes more sense. But anyways, thanks everybody. Well, uh, Bespin, get out of here, you fucking piece of shit. See everybody tomorrow. Bye. Spaceships.